Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. 
Hey everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, Never Not Funny, with our guest Deanne Smith, right around the corner. But first, I got to walk you through this: the Jim Jeffrey Show, that's over on Comedy Central. It covers the most controversial issues through Jim's distinctive brand of comedy and global point of view. The Jim Jeffries podcast, on the other hand, is a slightly more podcasty version. Listen each week as Jim Jeffries and co-host Forrest Shaw sit down with guests and friends to discuss news, politics, and all the things Jim couldn't, wouldn't, and shouldn't say on television. Subscribe now to the Jim Jeffries Show podcast and listen to new episodes every week on your favorite podcast app. Speaking of your favorite podcasts, and I'm not 100% sure I was, here comes Never Not Funny. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. A fistful of dullard. <laughs> Don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. Then you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. <laughs> Look, I'm not the best gay. Twelve years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2310 of Never Not Funny. We've been around a long time, and the proof is in that number. 23 seasons. Not that doesn't mean 23 years, man. No, that'd be crazy. Podcast uh, didn't exist 23 years ago. Well, but maybe eventually. Yes, I want a drink, Gary. Man. I, I, w- I was going to let it go, but there's now, that's there's a lot of evidence that you're coming in with a toot today. I have no toot. You are coming uh, in with toot. Th- 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 was I mean to get Elliot at all? No. You were you were very brusque. Hang on. All around the table. Elliot just said no. Have no. I been mean to you? You've been very How was brusque. I brusque? Yeah, tell me how I was brusque to you. I don't deny the three things Garrett said I chose to be a dick about. <laughs> you just came in with a toot, There's Garrett. no toot. Garrett, did no, no, you come in with a no, toot? No, there's no question. I'm acknowledging that I was being silly with Garrett. I'm acknowledging right. that. It was before that. There was just a general... No, no, no. First of all, by the way, for once, you came in late. Usually, Elliot's late. You came in late and acted the way, kind of the way he does when he's late and didn't acknowledge it. I didn't acknowledge it because I was busy giving Garrett a gift. Yeah, you were. I Thank was busy much. giving Garrett a $400 gift. Right. So I'll ask you to get off my neck. Hey, look, I didn't see any problem with you, how you came in. Of course you didn't. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but I was, now Garrett, I, I, I acknowledge that when Garrett said he didn't sign up for a horror trivia, I went, yeah. <laughs> I did that. He also said something earlier about the Halloween soundtrack and I went, ooh, I did that. Yeah. And then when he asked if I wanted to drink and did it in as if we're in a frat mm-hmm. uh, i didn't want to interrupt your i guess I, uh, I acknowledge that as well so i don't i don't disagree that i've been a dick to garen i guess i'm just meaning that that you didn't really even say hello when you got here i i, I uh, you know what you guys were in the middle of looking at a snooky video on a phone i did say hello sorry i'm late nobody heard me say that oh, i heard you say that i did thank not you get right yes. i did not hear you say that. i said it that so, changes everything I, yes it does i, I didn't hear you say it because i'm sleepy I'm hopped up on cold meds and allergy meds, and I heard him say it. Yeah, well, that's that's like being on speed, isn't it? Isn't like isn't that? Cold I think meds it is. Would... I think it's. I think that's meth. I think yeah. you're making meth. <laughs> you're, you're a body full of meth. <laughs> I think you are. Yeah, you're doing a cook in your head right now. Yeah, I think we got to uh, swipe your ID. All the colors. <laughs> c- 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 colors. C- 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 color. Who's that? Is that Ice T? Mm-hmm. That's get damn right. It is. He does a great job on that song. That's from the 
motion picture colors. Correct. Mm-hmm. Going back to Cali, now that's LL Cool J, right? And then but that's on less than zero. Less than zero, yeah. Those are the, that's it. Those are my two. Those are the two. Those are the two that I know. Rap songs that white people heard in the eighties. Uh, well, there's others. Walk this way. And yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, walk this way. Now it stinks. But I liked colors, and I liked uh, going back to Cali, mainly because I liked the way they were used in those movies. Right. It did. It did their job. Going back to Cali, I don't think is a good song. It's it's sort of it's a very odd song. Like uh, I don't think so. He's, 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 quoting it. he's quoting the song. I get it. <laughs> quoting the song. Uh, yeah, it's just very slow paced. Like it's it's very different than every other LL Cool J song. But it's yeah, it's it's got a cool vibe to it. It's good for a movie soundtrack. Um, speaking of movie soundtracks, Vulture. This is not Pitchfork, who, who angered me last week or two yeah. weeks ago. Vulture just did their uh, forty. Uh, look it up, please, if you would, Garen. Forty. Best movie soundtracks. Oh boy! Forty best movie soundtracks, mm-hmm. and um, and it infuriated you. It actually didn't. No, okay. it, there's only one that, uh, and, and we'll get. We'll, I'll just have Garen do the top ten. Um, there was only one that I. Uh, there was a lot. There were some '90s ones that I thought were uh, hmm. the craft. No, the craft. Is, I don't believe the craft is on there. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if there's any. There's like a lot of older song. Like there's a Morrissey song on there, or a Smith song, I guess. And uh, maybe a couple of newer ones, but Shutter Island. <laughs> what? What is that soundtrack? What's even on it? Yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> that's number twenty-four. Yeah, what's he say about Shutter Island? There's there are some like like I wasn't mad at this list. Yeah, but there were ones like that that is like, random, like random, and then some that are missing that you go, why did Shutter Island make it? Yeah, and and the one that I'll mention is, in a moment is Pulp Fiction in the top ten, I assume. Uh, <clears throat> let me. Well, we're not there yet. We're not. Uh, well, and what's the theory of this, by the way? Is this like there's a bunch of you know songs that you know the lyrics to, or can this be instrumental? You know what? He was on volume with uh, Nick Carter and Laurie Majewski, two human beings that if you ever find me in prison, it's because I murdered them. Wait, Nick uh, Carter from Backstreet Boys? No, no. Uh, the, the journalist or whatever okay. he is. Uh, they, I'm sure they're nice people, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, and they're and they're gelling. They're getting better as a morning team, but. They, the, There's no telling how much they're telling. Boy, God, boy, I just, I, uh, the, the, they, the, they, 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 they will very rarely put on their fan hat. It's always a critic hat, and right. they always have to. That's fun. Wax fully. <laughs> right. That, that's it. You, you just nailed it. You just nailed it exactly. That's fun. And every now and then, like he made me laugh the other day when he was talking about how his favorite Journey song is "I'll Be All Right Without You," which would be, you know, I love it, but and and but that's no, I don't think it's anybody's favorite. It's kind of a crazy statement. Um, and so, like, like, he laughed at himself about that, but very rarely do they laugh at themselves. They're mm-hmm. all, they take themselves very seriously. And uh, I think the problem with critics is that a lot of people forget why they're in that position in the first place. It's lo- because they're fans. Right. So when they lose that aspect of it, it why are you even doing it anymore? It's not fun. I don't disagree. Lori Majewski, will, uh, she has a love of Duran Duran and New Wave, so she will occasionally put the fan hat on for there. But even that's done through a very unfun filter. It's mm-hmm. all, uh, like, I, I just want her to enjoy. Who cares? Anyway, the point is this. I will murder the two of them at some point. Oh, boy. And I, of course, say that 100% for humor. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the more people you say that about, the higher the likelihood is that one of them will be murdered at some point. And then you are a suspect. Well, I've got an alibi. I'm not uh, on the East Coast. Although we're going to the East Coast. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. They better make it through October. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Garen, give me... Uh, what did it say about Shutter Island? What did it, did it, uh, uh, it was a bunch of... I mean, look, it's a, it's a Scorsese movie, right? And he tends to 
put a lot of uh, work into his uh, he does needle drops, if you want to call uh, it that. I'll just I'll just read what it says. Martin Scorsese may be the filmmaker from the '70s New Hollywood heyday, most closely identified with wedding dynamic images with gritty rock and soul, with Mean Streets in the '70s, Goodfellas in the '90s. The Departed and Wolf of Wall Street in recent years, Scorsese and his editor, Thelma Schoonmaker, and and well as his occasional musical consultant, Robbie Robertson, have created fully integrated audio-visual experiences that other artists have shamelessly tried to copy. The team, right? The team's <laughs> boldest work mostly eschews pop music, aside from a few dreamy oldies in favor of passages from avant-garde classical composers. Okay. Besides drawing attention to the modern geniuses of a wholly different genre, the unfamiliar, almost alien sounds of the Shutter Island soundtrack reinforce the movie's tale of hallucinatory madness. God I, damn it. I, now that's, can I say this? They were talking to him and he was enjoyable. Yeah. Whoever the, the author of this, he's a 47-year-old man. He's very enjoyable. He, he actually did have a sense of humor mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. But to read that, you'd go, wow, I never want to spend a second with this yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Paraphrase that. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I can't paraphrase that. Yeah. It's a creepy movie with a creepy soundtrack. Yeah, it's got crazy music. That's. But you know what? I mean, part of this discussion is like, when you say uh, best movie soundtracks, I'm thinking like the soundtracks that sold not they didn't have to be popular, but like what you what you got, when you got the album, you got off an album full of great songs, not just like oh the score is good or whatever. Well, no, like, well he doesn't do scores, but but, scores but what is this like? Did like did that soundtrack quote unquote even get released? Like who owns the Shutter Island soundtrack? That, that I do not know. Um, I will tell you, Valley Girl's not on there uh, because that was never a, a released as a soundtrack. Interesting, um, but you know what I'm saying, so right? 100%. Now, he he addresses all that, that okay. there's reasons why he picked it. And I'm not saying it has to all be bestsellers. I'm just saying, like, you should know someone who owns it. You know what I mean? Yeah, of, of course. I do. Now, there's, one, there, there, there's two glaring ones. One is a personal one for me that's glaring. And there's another one that's very glaring because it, it addresses what you just said. That, mm -hmm. uh, and it's like you went out of your way to not give this. Is it Breakfast Club? It is not. Although that's not a good soundtrack. That's it. That's got it really is. But people think it is. It's like so he has like one song at the end that makes people think it's. it's yeah. Like, oh, that must be a great. But soundtrack. overall, that is not a good soundtrack at all. Yeah. Oh, are you thinking of um, I have no, I have not looked. Yes. I've only seen number 10 and, and number nine. Are you talking about the other John Hughes ones you like a lot? And we'll get to that. Yes. Okay. Uh, sorry. Give me number 10. Uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Soundtrack uh, for Kill Bill. I just have a quick. What's the name of the author of that was that was the guest? Well, I don't know. You're going to scroll up to the top of that there. It's, uh, Jimmy Pardo? <laughs> yeah, and Noel I'm upset with my Murray. own list. What is it? Noel Murray. Okay. Noel Murray. I, I only ask because I, I, I had a friend who did similar stuff, and maybe I knew him, but it's not. No, this is Noel Murray. Nope. I don't know. Uh, and again, I enjoyed him. I enjoyed him as a guest. Uh, so number 10 was uh, the Kill, Kill Bill. Bill soundtrack. Now, I don't know what's on that. I assume. It's got some cool stuff on it. All right. Number nine. Rushmore. Rushmore. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's interesting. I can yeah. see why somebody would. I, uh, it's got some slightly deeper cut British Invasion stuff. I, yeah, I mean, I, the music in that movie is good. I like that movie a lot. So No, no, you don't. <laughs> Number eight. Yeah. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink soundtrack. Pretty in Pink. Now, that's the one. That's the Johnny. That, that, to me, that's a very similar to The Breakfast Club in that it's not a great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. um, now, what is, and I've said it over and over, is Some Kind of Wonderful mm -hmm. is, a, is a flawless soundtrack. That's a great soundtrack. 
Uh, didn't have any hits, didn't have anything. But to me, if you're going to pick a John Hughes, or she's going to have a baby, is that what it's called? She's having she's a baby. She's having a baby. Yeah. What did I call it? She's <laughs> going to have a baby? <laughs> she's going to have a baby. She's having a, that's another great soundtrack. Yeah. The, the two of them are better soundtracks than Pretty in Pink. Right. Um, yeah, that feels a little like knee-jerk. Like, well, you got to put Pretty in Pink on right. there. Cause it's, because side two of that thing, if I'm not mistaken, side two of Pretty in Pink is a, is a bunch of whiffs. Yeah. Again, my opinion. I don't, I don't think I've ever listened to the full thing. I just know a um, couple songs. Number seven. Saturday Night Fever. All right. You can't argue with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't argue. You could say it could I, be higher even. I could argue where places, but you yeah. can't argue with it that it is a phenomenal soundtrack. Iconic. Yes. Movie Maybe center. it defined the idea of soundtrack to some extent. Could be. Yeah. I agree with that. Number that. six. Number six. The Harder They Come. Harder They Come with the great Jimmy mm-hmm. Cliff. Right. Uh, which uh, feels like another knee jerk pick. <laughs> well, you've very important. I don't think, you know, the movie, it was like, was it filmed in Jamaica? It's like a weird uh, kind of. Is Jimmy is Cliff the guy in, he wasn't in Smoking the Bandit, was he? That's Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. No, Jimmy, this is reggae. This was everybody's oh. like maybe first entry into reggae other than Bob Marley. Right. This was like the. Yeah. Uh, people would come in. We sold a lot of this at the record store because it's basically a, a best of reggae. Yeah, it's probably better. The soundtrack's better known than the movie. Like, definitely yes. more people have heard the soundtrack than have seen the movie. Hundred percent. And you know what? If you like, if you if, if you even like, dip your toe into reggae, yeah. And you like myself, I'm not a big reggae fan, but this yeah. that's kind of a listenable soundtrack. It is, and it's not. I mean, at least that one song, "The Harder They Come," is a very. It's it's doesn't sound super reggae ish. Like it's right. pretty straightforward song uh all right number six the harder they come okay well repeat i just wanted everybody to make <laughs> yeah, sure we all yeah. knew what number six was <laughs> yep and just to uh, reset <laughs> just to reset then coming back out of break all right <laughs> guess we take an early break we know that that's where we're gonna take it <laughs> yeah. from okay number five number five. Oh brother where art thou that's a soundtrack I bought and listened to uh, a lot because but would you but man I'm asking this very because I enjoyed yeah, it as well and I yeah. bought it as well do you really believe that's a top five soundtrack no but it's interesting because that movie kind of missed for me but the songs I loved the songs and just kind of liked the movie when I remember walking out of it going like man I gotta listen to that soundtrack yeah. but as a movie it, like a lot of Coen Brothers movies for me and I know maybe people would get mad to hear this but I don't know. They, they, like a lot of their movies just kind of miss they're just kind of I did not know a lot of stuff they just mentioned about this soundtrack it was an octuple platinum yeah, it sold crazily. Yeah, One of the few huge. LPs of movie, movie music to win an album of the year Grammy. Because huh. it brought that whole, whatever that Style roots music, bluegrass, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. It's good. Fashion, yeah. It's fun. It's sad. I don't know that I would even, I would put it in the top five either. Yeah, I don't know if I would, but it would, but I enjoy like it. Big Rock Candy Mountain. You can't get down with that song. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I like it a lot. I like that kind of music, but I, it just wouldn't. I'm a man of constant sorrow. That song's amazing, but it wouldn't yeah. occur to me to say, oh, that's No, I wouldn't have even album. thought of it. All right, number four. Purple Rain. Purple Rain sure. at number four. Maybe a little low. A little low, maybe. Maybe that in Saturday Night Fever should be a little bit higher. Yep. I mean, let's find out what's above them. All right, number three. Shaft? What you talking about? Yeah. You shut damn right. Watch your mouth. Oh, I should shut my mouth. Again, I don't know the, all the tracks on it. I just know that that song is good. But... Shouldn't that automatically make you think, like you were saying earlier, if you can't name more than one song of that album? Yeah, but who am I? I mean, I'm not like Mr. Soundtrack. <laughs> Superfly. Wait, hang on, Garen. We need to stop this entire segment. I was under the impression Matt was Mr. Soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> and now that he's revealed that he's not yeah. Mr. Soundtrack, we're just wasting our time. We're just, 
spitting in the wind here. My real name is Noel Miller or whatever. The, what was this guy's name? Noel Murray. <laughs> Murray. Noel Murray. Uh, all right. So that was number two was uh, Shaft? No, that was three. So number two is Superfly. 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 Now, one, song that I know. one thing I agree with is that the Superfly soundtrack is better than the Shaft soundtrack. Should they be three and two? Probably not. They seem high. Now, this guy said that uh, the Superfly album is one of his favorite albums of all time. I mean, it, it's fantastic. It's that's I mean, that's great funk soul music i mean it's, by the way the shaft soundtrack i'm assuming it's the 70s era shaft soundtrack not the remake <laughs> that's correct it's not the, the 2017 shaft. <laughs> that's correct elliot was that that was that last year or this year that that new shaft came out that no one saw you're talking about uh what am i thinking of Superfly? Superfly, actually. Oh, so when was the... Oh, Shaft was like 90s? Yeah, that's late right. Late 90s with Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, right. Yeah. They remade Superfly, too. Yeah. And they gave him another different weird haircut. You guys are just talking about Shaft. Damn right. <laughs> can dig it. Hmm. Wait, got number, number one. Number one. Wait, let me see if I can guess it. I mean, it have, has it been mentioned in the room yet? It has not been. It has not. But also has not been mentioned... Footloose has not been mentioned. Right. Top Gun has not been mentioned. Right. Oh, Top Gun. Yeah, Top Gun was the one of the first. Ever, the first thing I always think of when I think of soundtracks is I think of Top Gun. Or Eddie and the Cruiser soundtrack. Stand by me, maybe. Stand, Stand by, by me. me. That's pretty good. Um, Titanic, even City of Angels, is another great soundtrack that gets overlooked. These are number, uh, Footloose comes in at what number though? Footloose is like I, a, I think it's eleven. 11. Yeah. Yeah, like what, it's almost like it's almost like he couldn't admit. Because the Footloose soundtrack from start to finish, it's it's not just Footloose. Right. There's great songs on there. That's yeah. a great... Uh, yeah, yeah. Did Forrest Gump even get mentioned on this? No, that's not listenable. Fuck Forrest Gump. <laughs> Let run. Grow a beard and fucking run. No, but that soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, listen. We it's, all, we it's, all, like a, it's like a TV Super Sounds of the 60s or whatever. Yeah, you know, what do you think? think it's, it's still just, great. I, I, will, I will tell you that it's looking so at the, on the nose. thing from Shaft, yeah? I think there's maybe one other song that you would know. What do you think that one is? Uh, do Your Thing, I believe. Oh yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. Do what? Bark, bark. <laughs> are you really trying to do it, or are you just being a dick? No, oh, all right, all right. Um, I, I, may, I may be wrong because I'm just going by the title. But I'm saying, <clears throat> go ahead and do read your th- thing. Do what you want to do. I, no. Oh, no, that's it. That's, your, it's your thing. thing. Oh, okay. Right. No. Well, <laughs> I knew that one. Then if that's not it, then I don't. Then I don't know. I don't think so, you'll know any of it. I, mean, I no. think this is one of those where the, like all the songs are written for the for the movie. Right. Yeah. Which and is the okay. The one that then made it was the theme from Shaft that, that anybody... Wait, what are you know. talking about? Shaft. Shaft. Is number one Grease? No. By the no. way, Grease... Where's Grease? He explained why Grease isn't on there and is I forget Because it's why. a musical? I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I believe it is. kind of have to disqualify I guess musicals. you could take all musicals that... I think you did. I think somewhere. you took it all out. Yeah. I, think, I think all musicals that, were fair. up. But there, you got no... Uh, again, you got no uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. You got no She's Having a Baby. You've got no Top Gun. Right. Which, uh, certainly, you got no cocktail. <laughs> so I wonder if he took, he's like, okay, well, I got to have John Hughes on here, but these aren't more, he, the popular John Hughes movies, so I'm going to skip those. He just went with, like, the first thing he thought of. Like, oh, what's, one? oh, Pretty in Pink, that's a song. Now, th- now that said, in, in hearing the interview, in, I, 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 my knees are going to be to what you just said. Yeah. He defended the, the, that he's a big, he's a child of the 80s, and it mm-hmm. was very hard for him to not just put his favorite movie soundtracks on this. But it was very easy for him to put his favorite uh, soul, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> black exploitation soundtracks yeah. on there. And he said that the, some, you know, their import to music history, their import to film history, mm-hmm. like he had all that. And so I, I guess one could argue he thought Pretty in Pink was a more important movie than some kind of wonderful. Well, it certainly came first. But it's not. It, it's kind of the same movie too, but yeah. it just flip flopped. Right. Uh, but it just it song for song, it's a better soundtrack. Yeah. It just didn't have a hit. Hmm. 
Why don't I just fuck it? <laughs> I'm so in love with that soundtrack. I still want to. Can you tell me what decade the number one one is from? Seventies. Uh, What's that? Seventy-two. Yeah. It doesn't. It tells me what year the movie is set in, which doesn't help at yeah, all. Yeah, that doesn't help. But that kind of gives you a clue. Seventies, but it's set in another time. Yeah, and I don't know if I agree with this being in the top spot. I think that uh, Omega Man. I don't either. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes, it's Omega Man. Because, <laughs> THX 1138? <laughs> Nine, yeah, it's 70s. Early 70s. Because this this feels very much to me like a Time Life uh, super hits of the blah, blah, blah. Hmm. 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 Oh, American Graffiti. American Graffiti, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a really boring pick. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I'm, I'm the wrong age. Like, I don't... I'm not even aware of that as a soundtrack. I mean, I know the movie. I've seen the movie. I'm sure it has lots of classic 50 songs on it, but... Who cares? I, 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 again, I guess it. Do you want a soundtrack to make the songs become famous? Is that your goal, or is it? I've collected a set of songs that goes really well with this movie, and everybody loves all the songs. Wait, what Which about the big things? chill? Oh, that's, that's the one that I was oh, okay. like. That should be. What is it? Number twenty-seven or something? Or uh, maybe sorry lower. to dismiss. It. I, well, I know what you're saying, Elliot. Like basically, to me, 18. a good soundtrack album or a good soundtrack to a movie. Uh, brings songs back that you forgot about or it, it brings a song you've never heard before that you suddenly love. Like I think like in my life and I think this is a very I think soundtracks in general are a very personal thing, which is why it's impossible to make these lists because it's all about your own experience with the movies and then your own experience with the soundtracks. But one of the things I like about uh, Tarantino is he's good at finding songs that, at least for, for, in my life, he found songs that I didn't know that I ended up thinking, wow, that's a really cool song. Like, you know, Miserloo in Pulp Fiction. I didn't know Dick Dale. I know if you know Dick Dale, that's the one song you know. Right. But I didn't know that song until I saw Pulp Fiction. I was like, what a cool song. And now I'm going to listen to this album. I get to hear that and, a, and some other cool sort of off there like to me if you just hit like american graffiti i'm imagining is just just like uh just like um forrest gump is just kind of like a list of here are the songs from this decade like it's right. kind so of the, on the nose really, you're, yeah you're not really doing anything right yeah you pull up yeah. in a car to order a milkshake you're gonna hear right you know blueberry hill you See, know? the <laughs> thing is about american graffiti is that these songs never went away Right. Like they were always in this. In the so like, what did he really do? Like, th that's not impressive to be like, here are the songs everyone remembers because they've never stopped being yeah, played. And to but put this one, which is a 41 track soundtrack on this list and then completely uh, not use Forrest Gump at all. Right. It, they're the same Jesus album. Christ, <laughs> Gump but they're the same. No, I, I don't. The same it's, album, it's, just different I, eras. I agree right. with Does it make sense that right? The, this like is you shouldn't one. give that credit and not for, like you should give neither credit in my mind. But, but it, yeah. it goes back to what you know what, what we were saying about uh, less than zero, which is not a great movie, but the yeah. soundtrack evokes so much emotion yes. when you hear those songs right. in those scenes. Or same mm -hmm. with colors, mm -hmm. uh, and and I think that like American Graffiti, it doesn't. It doesn't it, it, like you don't feel that I, I yeah. personally don't. I like the movie, of course, yeah. but, uh, but like C C Colors is not a song that I would ever <laughs> listen to. Right. But in that movie, it works for me. Going back to Kelly, it's like 
oh, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. But whereas in American Graffiti, I don't feel that uh, that, that no, emotion. Because those songs already have too many associations for you, like for everyone. Like you right. can't hear a song, you can't hear like Rock Around the Clock, which I assume is on there because it's <laughs> the 50s. Like that doesn't evoke anything because you're just like, oh, yes, Rock Around the Clock, the right. fucking rock and roll song. Like we it, all know it. It's, it's kind of an inverse relationship. You're putting those songs in there in order to say, this is the 50s. Right. But I think that's lazy. Like I, I just find that very lazy. You you've been on record you say george lucas is lazy that's something you've said on a regular basis i mean yes absolutely the guy i mean actually what is kind of, there is some truth to that because <laughs> the last three movies that he made basically is like i don't want to go on a location anywhere let's just do this yeah in well it's certainly latter day lucas it is true um, stand by me is not even on this list by the way yeah, of course it's not. now by the same token if you said to me well the, doesn't that hold true for stand by me also i would say okay fair enough but in my experience because that movie kind of introduced a lot of 50s music to me i like it but it is very it's pretty on the nose too i think so what about like like rock like the rocky ones either the original rocky soundtrack or the soundtracks subsequent where well the original broke out songs the original rocky really was just the rocky theme and then that take it back and then a bunch of bill conti scoring yeah right but Um, like but like but rocky three was you know that was a top gun type soundtrack that was an over the top you know caddyshack you know uh, you know, a collection of songs that are in the movie and so on. Right. But, but like, but they're not at least they, one song that was, that was written for the movie, right? It was the, the survivor song. The burning heart. Yeah. Yeah. So. The burning heart. Or I had the, I had the tiger. Wasn't that also? It's not well, Rocky two. That's yeah. Rocky two, but right. That did not really, that didn't really have a big soundtrack. That was oh, still okay. kind of like a bunch of Bill Conti. And then that. Mm-hmm. And then, Tom and then Karate Kid. Either. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, 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 Credit Kid soundtrack. Credit Kid soundtrack is a fun soundtrack. And there's like at uh, least three or four songs. I feel like I don't know about that, my brother. I mean, you where's Whitewater about- Summer? <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll look and see if I <laughs> wait. Look, are you talking about Credit Kid One or Credit Kid Two? Credit Kid One, I believe. Credit Kid One has fun songs. Moment of Truth um, by Survivor. Karate Kid oh. 2 is the one with the, the big Satara uh, song, right? And then and maybe uh, Call Me by Dennis DeYoung, but it really doesn't. That's not a great soundtrack. Judgment mm-hmm. Night. Judgment Night's a great. That's the same one. Now, where I don't like that music, and, and they mashed up, you know, that was a rap, rappers and yeah. stuff. Uh, it's not my bag, but for again in that movie, it made it made scenes creepy. Right, and I thought that I, I wasn't a fan, but I do respect the the fact that they had an idea for a whole soundtrack of we're going to take. Uh, hard rock slash metal slash grunge bands and then pair them with rappers and do interesting things like that's cool like it, it doesn't have to be any everyone's taste but at least they like went with something more than just like well uh, what are the like what songs can we get a hold right. of or whatever <laughs> another you know here's a, just to tell you how personal soundtracks really are one of my favorite soundtracks is a ridiculous movie that no one should revisit and the soundtrack's probably not even that great either but i loved the new jack city soundtrack uh from the mario van peebles movie new jack city because it's so of the time it's it's got uh early 90s rap it's got some new jack swing songs on it um some r&b stuff and it sold a lot. It had the Color Me Bad song. It like broke out Color Me Bad. That was their I Want to Sex You Up was their their big uh, sort of hit that came off that soundtrack. Is that on the list? Because that to me checks a lot of boxes. No, yeah, the boxes. No, but Belly is. Yeah, Belly's on there. Belly? Mm-hmm. What's Belly? That's a movie? Yeah. Yeah, with a great soundtrack. <laughs> oh, Belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's about the guy with the belly. <laughs> yeah, guy maybe a little overweight. He's <laughs> got a muffin top. Yeah, I think that those compilation 
soundtrack albums should be cut loose. What do you mean? Like they shouldn't be eligible at this point. What do you mean they should not be eligible? What, like you mean like Footloose and Top Gun? No, because those are no like soundtracks that you're had ta- music created for it. You're talking about like when they just cherry pick hits from the yeah, '50s type I don't, soundtrack. I, I don't think that should qualify for something like this anymore. Well, it should certainly be a knock against it, if nothing. Let's else. get Noel Murray on the telephone. <laughs> I think How do we contact this guy and yeah. talk to him? It seems like we got to have some uh, clarification as to why this happened. I bet you could. You could probably, hey, can we talk to you for five minutes? He probably would. They of course he would. Noel's not doing something. anything. He's at a cubicle right now at Vulture, praying to God <laughs> somebody bothers him. Uh, are you looking at the Karate Kid 1 soundtrack? Yeah, All right, li- list the songs, please. Uh, give me a second, because I was... Because uh... I, I actually still have this on vinyl, this... Uh... Why won't anyone give me anything for the new Tech City soundtrack? <laughs> I can't remember it. All right. So All right, here we go. Correct. So we got uh, we got your uh, moment of truth survivor. It's the moment of truth. Go ahead. Uh, bop bop on the beach. It the flirts and Jan and Dean. And again, you know what? Fun. It's yeah, fun. It, and it fits that scene perfectly. Sure. Go. Uh, no shelter by Broken Edge. Again, it fits the scene perfectly. Go ahead. Okay. Young Hearts by Commuter, which is not the song I thought. That is a great scene. I believe that's where they go uh, miniature golfing and stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, and I think that's the song. And it again, it, it, it just emotions come up with that scene. Again, the, this is not a great soundtrack, but it it, it's good for it, the movie. it works for the movie. Because mm-hmm. a soundtrack, yeah. you want to sit and listen by yourself. Whereas right. this is Right, go ahead. Uh, it Takes Two to Tango by Paul Davis. Yeah, that's another one that is, uh, that may that may also be part of that uh, them at the thing. Sure. Uh, Tough Love by Shendi. I don't remember that one. Go on. I don't either. Rhythm Man by St. Regis. Keep going. Uh, Feel the Night, Baxter or Baxter Robertson? Uh, Baxter. It's actually Baxter oh, Robertson. Well, then uh, whoever put this in there was wrong. Yeah. Uh, Desire by Gang of Four. Mm-hmm. And, of course, You're the Best. You're the best. I think that's a pretty pink effect. Like, that song is what made me think right. that this must be a good soundtrack. Right. And it's, you know what, that, it, it, it's, a, it's a fine soundtrack. Again, I, it's one of the vinyl I did not get rid of when I sold all my vinyl. But if you um, put it in, if you put it in your CD player or LP player or whatever, and you sit and listen to it, eh, maybe you don't care. Kind of. I mean, unless way, it's reminding you of the movie. This guy also writes recaps of The Good Place and Yellowstone. So why are you mad at him? Okay. I'm not. I'm just saying that's what the majority of his articles are for Vulture are, are the recaps of those shows mm-hmm. and the 40 greatest movie soundtracks of all time. Was Pulp Fiction on the list? Where was that? No, it, no, it wasn't. Not on the list. What about, list. Uh, wow. like, but dogs? Kill Bill, top 10. I'm surprised that, um, uh, the one, not the one he, the one he wrote, True Romance, True Romance. isn't on there. It's on that or soundtrack. the, the Baby Driver soundtrack yeah. on there either. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah. People, people love that getting out of hand okay should we take a break calm cool down a little bit be okay buddy we're very worried about it i know you're all doped up on some uh meth or whatever you're doing methamphetamine i'm getting madder by the moment oh boy which is also a great soundtrack (laughs) do they allow you to buy those medications together like it seems like they probably (laughs) i don't think you go to two different pharmacies no i had them on my counter Mm. loose Lo- wow. Loose pills on the counter? Yeah, well, they were in the package, but not in the pack. Oh, I see. Package. The blister pack? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know. Do you get a nice satisfaction when you get to pop those through? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I and then I get irrationally infuriated when I can't. Uh, uh, irrational <laughs> when it stretches out and it won't break it won't break or like that, that oh, wait. it won't you, get through the paper you wait you don't peel back the top layer first you peel back the top layer yeah. and then you get and then the, you push through push it through well, but I, sometimes you can't get that paper up you got to put a little razor blade right, down the middle stinks. open it up 
Or it's got foil and it doesn't it doesn't look like it's a peel. That's the second layer we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about the second layer. I think it depends on the on the drug you're. No, having. it's always the second layer. Yeah, we're talking second layer. I got a loratadine. And a uh, loratadine, and a higher tadine. And I only know that because people have corrected me four thousand times. Because <laughs> well, you you went through a phase where you were talking about that a lot on yes. the show. <laughs> uh, I I like to stick my fingernail in the foil once I yeah. peel back the paper. Yeah, it's a good idea. Instead of po- pushing through, because I always feel like if I push through, it's going to go flying. Yeah, or you, uh, I always fear, uh, fear I might uh, break the uh, pill as well. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I always get mad when I'm trying to flick that little corner, oh, that, and it won't come up. Or you like, break, you or you break the corner off. Yes, and then it's like, the whole thing the, is gone. The yeah, whole thing's like, God it's, damn it! It's designed to break and out. peel, but yes, yeah, horrible. It doesn't uh, break and it doesn't peel. Right, but it makes me think about people like has this ever that, happened that, to you? Arthritis, and they can't do that. Oh, it's yeah. got to be infuriating for them. They should maybe take a liquid. Some sort yeah. of liquid medication. But then try to open that. Uh, oh, don't boy. Go with me on this. I think we've got a, uh, as seen on TV product just waiting to happen. It's the it's the pill opener. It's like a little pop thing where you put the thing on and you oh, pop yeah, it. Oh, like yeah, man. And, it, and it's designed especially to kind of just perfect Well, you're that. Johnny Patton. Why don't you get and, this thing moving? And it would fit every different size. Let's yeah. bring it to the tank. Pack. Yeah. And then and then buy now and you get this uh prescription bottle opener. There you go. Whatever that would be. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just some you like a, like what like one of those like uh It's like a tin deck uh, like a tin can, can opener. Pressure. Yeah, but you yeah. just drop the thing in there. What if we just got a pair of toenail clippers <laughs> and put like a rubber grip on it. <laughs> and that's the what we patent. Yeah. We're all in on this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. This is a four-way right. split. Right. Well, you know what? I, I I 100% agree. We're all in on this. Yeah. That said, you're going to do 100% of the legwork. <laughs> yes. Until we get to Shark Tank and then Jimmy comes in and, and he yeah. does the presentation. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna... Hello, sharks. <laughs> My name is Jimmy Pardo. I have a very popular podcast. This is Elliot Hoberg to now tell you all about our product. Have you ever had this problem happen to you? <laughs> I don't want Elliot in the room, honestly. I think he mucks up <laughs> the whole deal. He's going to explain it better than anybody in the room. But he's going to condescend gonna, to them. They're gonna gonna, like we want pill. somebody to condescend to them. We, want the, we, don't want the, we don't want the sharks thinking they can roll us over. But they're going to turn us down because they hate him so much. That's a good point. That's not 100% true. They've... Ellie, you got to stay out of the room. <laughs> Matt just convinced me. But you, somebody's got to know the numbers. We you numbers. Just print it out on a piece of paper. I'll read them. <laughs> By the way, oh, Shark man. Tank came up with trivia last week. Yeah. And uh, I... Did not recall. Barbara Corcoran. No. It was which member of Shark Tank is known as Mr. Gorgeous or whatever. Oh, Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. That's Kevin Ro- Kevin O'Reilly? Kev- yeah. Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary, thank you. Yes. Yeah. We did it would have taken me a second. It. But we could have figured it out together. Oh, we would have got that. We would yeah. yeah, did not know it. Yeah. As much as he's come up on the show, yeah. it's just call not. him Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. Was, no one calls him Kevin O'Leary. And Mr. Wonderful one for you. Oh, thank you. And the way they grab ass and laugh, these rich assholes laugh at what is anywhere near humor. And it's always some bad ball. But hey, you look good with a hat, wouldn't you? <laughs> the fucking awful. Yeah. I love the show, but that that bullshit. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. thank you. I do like when when they do the like the, the, the pre shoot where they're where they're kind of sometimes it's real and sometimes it's not yes. when they're dicking around. Yeah. I do. I do like some of those. I just realized. Um. I don't want to interrupt this conversation, but no, you should. Uh, we have not been recording. My, no, we have been. Uh, I I got an Apple Watch uh, for oh, my yeah. anniversary, and I don't know it, it. Like when my phone rings, it also rings. I don't know how to turn the ringer off on my on my watch. You have to do that on your phone, I believe. Okay, really? There's no just like mute or. Wow, that's bad, man. I bet you if you hold down the... I'm sure, I'm sure there is some trick. Post. I thought maybe like swiping to this little menu would would give me something, but. 
No. I mean, unless unless that, I don't know what that icon means. I, I can't see what you're Pinging doing. iPhone. Oh, that just tells you where your phone is. Okay. Press the digital crown until you see the watch face. Swipe up to reveal the settings glance. The settings glance. <laughs> Tap the mute button. No, no, I got Wait, Siri what? is what happens yes, when I see, do if that. If you hold down the crown, it, it brings up Siri. Wait, what, and what do I want? Hey, hey, Siri, turn off the ringer. Uh, <laughs> I can do that, too. So I go to settings. Siri, turn off my ringer. I don't understand. What? Turn off the ringer. Ah, Why is she coming up on my Siri, phone? Siri, turn off the ringer. I'm sorry. I can't help you with that on your Apple Watch. You oh. motherfucker. Is it do not disturb, maybe? I don't want to go full do not disturb, do I? No, you I just guess said I there could. should be a mute button. You don't see, like, airplane wait, wait. Say, move say again. ring? What does it look like? It's, it's a swipe up to reveal the settings glance. Yeah, yeah, if you that, get a different glance, just swipe left until you get to no, no. settings. Yeah, that, that's where, where I am. We're at what, settings. What does the thing look it's like? It's the bell. The bell. I don't have a bell. I have okay. an airplane mode. No, it's at the bottom. Are you here? Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, swipe up from the bottom. You don't even have to. The first thing he said was not right. I can't. It's right there. Yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. I'm just envisioning. I didn't know what that bell fans. was. I thought that was like oh. a, a notification or like They're a serious saying. I can't help you with that. Sorry. Fans. Why did my phone do that? Because you were yelling at it. But <laughs> also, it's never once worked when I said, hey, Siri. Well, maybe with, oh. an, with an update, it maybe changed the setting. I don't see maybe Eric in your contacts. Should I look for businesses with that name? Maybe Eric. No, you should mind your business. Oh, so it heard me from over here. Siri, Siri, mind your business. Mind your business. She definitely heard you. She shut (laughs) down. She shut down. Uh, All right, celebrity sighting. Oh, boy. Famous people in school. Can you guess who I saw? Celebrity sign. Oh, are we buying in? Uh, oh, yeah, that was your, your idea. Buy in. Yeah, yeah buy in. Get in right. on this. All right. I don't love this idea. Most of I'm not, not good at it. From here, because I will hit that globe and it will explode. Um, <clears throat> will it really explode? Is that glass? Glass. Oh. Now that I've seen uh, A Star Is Born, I kind of want to hear. I'm going to ask Mike. We're going to see Mike this week. Maybe Mike can do a Jackson Maine remix of uh, Celebrity Sighting. Oh, yeah, you want to... Because it's not that different, actually. Uh, all right. Where were you? Let's set the scene. I was out and about in Hollywood, California. Out and about. And that's I very was, I was in West Hollywood, California. <laughs> you were in West Hollywood, California. West Hollywood, California. Okay. Uh, um, I was at, a, I was at a, uh, an event. Okay. But but this person uh, was uh, glaringly um, didn't belong at this event. I don't know if this person belonged or didn't belong. We, my wife and I, were both a little surprised that this person was there, and I don't want to give details okay. as to where I was. Was it? A, is it an actor? What, what do you mean by that? Does this person act for a living? This person does act for a living. Okay. Television. But why are you being cagey about it? Should Movies? they act for a living? Theater. Nope. They uh, are they primarily known in some other industry. No, they are not. They're so primarily like known as an Giuliani. Actor. No, no, this person <laughs> acts for a living. Okay. Well, why are you being weird about it then? Uh, well, you chose the word actor, and I is actress. A, I meant that generically. I yes. know. Well, I wasn't is it sure. A female? Yes, it's female. Okay. All right. Is it Leslie Ann Warren? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. It's Holy not shit. 
um, that would require you to recognize Leslie Ann Warren. I would recognize Leslie Ann Warren. So? Absolutely. To this day. Sure. Modern day Leslie Ann Warren. Absolutely. No rings question. Your bell. No question in my mind. You swipe up and you tap that bell. Goddamn right <laughs> okay. I do. Um, I go to my settings. Yeah. You may swipe left if you have to in order to get to the settings to be there. Um, you mean what we just said? Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, best known for film? Yes, 100%. Uh, have they been in a television show? Uh, if they have, I'm not aware of it. Okay. Is this somebody who would normally be in America? I would say so, yes. Comedic? She has done comedic roles, yes. In but fact, all- I would imagine that um, uh, I would say nine of the ten are probably comedic. Okay. In some, in some way. So but- she's considered a, a, a funny person. Oh. She had no. That's a that's a rude question to ask. A lot of dramedy, maybe. Dramedy. Dramedy. Has she worked with an accent? I don't believe she's worked with an accent. No. Okay. Is she American? Yes. Is, Is she this... over forty? Yes. Over fifty? Yes. Over sixty? Don't know the answer to that. So somewhere in the fifties, maybe. No. You don't know. Well, you did you say over sixty? I said over fifty. You said yes. I said over sixty. You said don't know. Oh, I would say yes. Over sixty. Okay. okay. She also sing. I don't believe she sings, no. So it's not right, Bed so, Midler. And it's not Carol Burnett either. Well, she's 80-something. <laughs> yeah, well, de- over definitely six. over... She's but definitely over 60. In her 60s? Is that safe? See, that's 70, what I don't maybe? know. I don't know the answer. Possibly 70. Po- po- possibly? Okay. Has she been an actress for most of her life? Um, Her lives? Most of our lives. How many lives has she had? Oh, is it Cher? It is, no, no, it is not Cher. Is it Shirley McLean? No. I don't know is it Olympia Dukakis? <laughs> no. Uh, has this person been in a, in a movie in the last year? I don't know the ish? answer to that. Maybe I'll say yes. Okay. Like, is this a movie star like starring role had a name above the title? Um, at one time, yes. In the eighties, Burt. Who did you say? She worked with Burt Reynolds. She did not work with Burt. Well, maybe she did. I don't know. So it's not uh, Sally Field. It is not Sally Field. What was her name above the title in the eighties? Seventies. Seventies certainly. Okay. Blonde. Uh, I don't believe so. Jane Fonda. No. Was was she considered a bombshell in her in her? Youth? I don't believe so, but I believe okay. that many a man may have had a crush. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so that definitely takes out Suzanne Summers. Oops. <laughs> uh, I, the, the person I'm thinking. I would also say mostly played, known for TV. For yeah. Suzanne Summers. Uh, sure. who, who played Barbarella? That's Jane, Jane, Jane Fonda. 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 Already guessed. Already right. passed. No, there's another. There's another <laughs> lady actress who. I hope I'm giving good clues, by the way. I don't know if I am. She, I, I fear that... Uh, well, you're being a little cagey at first, as I misleading. pointed out. But you, I do you seem to know a lot of older actresses. Oh, who, who is, is the actress in um, Caveman, the main one? Barbara Bach? Mm. Oh, maybe that's... No, I'm, I'm, oh. no, no. This is famous. Okay, so this, this person's is, a movie star. Like, was this the kind of person that would give away an Oscar even today? Maybe, yes. Like, even yes. though they're not, not necessarily relevant. But I'm going like, to say that. Like a legend I'm going to say slot. that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. I, I think so. Right. And if I'm wrong, tell me afterwards that I'm wrong. Okay. But I th- I would say yes. That's but a like great... 70s is their, her- their heyday, you I think? would say 70s into the 80s. Into the 80s, okay. Is she on horror? I don't think so, no. Okay. Um... But yes, that's a great way. Please welcome so and so to present right. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you would not be you wouldn't go what the you'd go mm-hmm. yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Man, given your crush comment, the Sally Field is a good guess. Uh, it's just not right. <laughs> Sit down, Garen. Um, God damn it. Okay. Uh, 
Has, has she ever won an Oscar? I don't. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Is maybe. It, is it Diane Keaton? Yes. Oh, oh you motherfucker. Man. Yes, it's Diane Keaton. Oh, yes. See, now that there's money involved, I hate this. <laughs> I, it's too. I, I'm. God, come on. Good job, Elliot. Also, why did it take right us there. that long to guess Diane Keaton? <laughs> yeah. Were, now, were the clues are right? like? I think yeah, she won an Oscar. Did I she win an Oscar for she, uh, for Annie Hall? Maybe. Maybe for Annie Hall. I think so. And then with the, the, the Steve Martin movies, right in the eighties, or mm. was that the nineties? Even I don't remember. Uh, well, in the two thousands, even she's done a lot of movies with him. She was, I think, she was in. Uh, Isn't she the father of the bride? Is she the mother in that? Something like that. Yeah. She, oh, she's never gone. She's still yeah, but top billing at the most. Then there was also that. Um, what's her name? Nancy Myers movie with Steve Martin and her. I don't remember which one. It's complicated, maybe. Yeah. Or one of those. Is that also with uh, Alec Baldwin? Yeah. 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 Anyway, she was there. She, she won Best Actress for Annie Hall. Very pleasant, very kind. Oh, there you go. Said, mm-hmm. said hello to... You talked to her? Danielle and I. Said hello. Yeah. She wearing a crazy suit. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. A hat. Yep. Yep. Looked, she had the hat. Look, looked, looked, looked like... Looked like Diane Keaton. To, here comes Diane Keaton. By Danielle. Like she was wearing a Diane Keaton Halloween costume. Yes. Yeah, you know how we do that, Joe? We go, uh, hey, what's uh, so-and-so have to say about it? And then you look and it's just a regular person. Uh, that looks like somebody famous. Yeah. Uh, Danielle was about to say, "What's Danielle? What's Diane Keaton have to say about it?" And she went, "Hey, what's the? Hey, that is Diane Keaton." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. yeah. All right. Well, I just found out something new about what's my going watch. On? I was hoping when, when people get, bu- I buzz them in on my phone. The, the the box rings to my cell phone. You can answer calls on your watch, but you can't bring up the keypad to press nine to buzz them in. Oh, you can't. So one more knock against the old Apple Watch. I'm taking it back. You're not going to take it back. No, You're enjoying it. I am enjoying it. I bet you can get an app that would help you. With that. <laughs> I doubt it. Hey, God. Speaking of ladies in hats, Deanne Smith just walked in. <laughs> yeah. Deanne, uh, she's not going to be here long. Her uh, taxi is out to front and it's, uh, left the motor running, hoping to get a yeah. charge. He's going to be a businessman sitting in the back wondering why they're not <laughs> moving. <laughs> that, like, that, scene in air, that guy in airplane who's <laughs> in the back of the cab the entire time looking at this yeah. watch. Uh, all right. Deanne Smith is here. She's down from Canada. We call that the Great White North uh, here in the uh, States, mm-hmm. uh, where you can take off if you want to sing a song with Bob and Doug McKenzie with the back of vocals provided by the great Getty Lee. Hmm. Take off, you hoser. Uh, t- take off to the great white north and take off. Do they Do they not even say you hoser in the song? They must. Oh, you know, they talk. They do nonsense. And right. then. I don't really know the song. They just kind of t- do bits. Mm-hmm. Bits. <laughs> and uh, and then he, Getty comes in with that beautiful, beautiful voice of his that nobody's ever described that way. No, it's shrill. Uh, painful. He's the greatest. <laughs> he's not the greatest. It's crazy. <laughs> He's very good. Okay. I like Eddie. I like Eddie Lee's voice. I know you do. I know it's awful, but I like it. You like a shrill voice. You like sticks. You like uh, those guys. Oh, Dennis Young's not shrill. That is not a shrill. That is not a shrill voice. It is. No, that's got there. that's got enough syrup and butter on it that it is not <laughs> shrill. I don't know. That's not fair to Dennis DeYoung. You cannot compare Dennis DeYoung to Getty Lee. Really? I think they're very similar. No, that is not. That's not fair. That is not fair. I just like <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> exactly. Who, which one is no, it? No, I'm wondering who you, if you think you're doing Dennis DeYoung. I think I'm doing Dennis DeYoung. What yes. song? I don't know. The Grand Illusion or whatever. Who outcomed? No, that's very, very good. What's the other one? I don't know their songs. Mr. Roboto. Come <laughs> Sail Away. <laughs> no, that is not Dennis What's the one about lights? I know he's allergic to lights. Well, they have a song called Light Up, but that doesn't... What am I singing? I'm singing one of the big ones. Is it The Grand Illusion? Welcome to The Grand Illusion. What am I singing? I don't know the words or the melody, but I'm giving it to you. I don't know what you're singing. 
lights. It doesn't <laughs> sound like about lights. It sounds like no stick song I've ever Come heard. On, that's a song. <laughs> See if you can get it. I don't deny. This is our new game. I don't disagree. It's a song, but I don't know. What, it's certainly not a stick song. Yes. That's the next part. Come on. No, that's that's Rush. Oh. Under the news and crackles okay. with life. I apologize to Mr. Dion. Yeah, that's Spirit of the Radio. <laughs> okay. By Rush. I See, I don't yeah, really know the Getty difference. Yeah, that's Lee. That's, again, not fair to mm. Dennis Young. Right. I, I, if I may. I'm selling no, He does not away. sound like that. He does not sound like that. <laughs> there's enough, if I may, quote my the great Jim Pardo, there's enough bur- butter and syrup on that voice. <laughs> it's a very nice take turn it away of phrase. From I appreciated the turn of phrase. I don't know if it's true about him. It is true. It is true. It's not Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> what? I don't know who that is either. You know who Greta Van Fleet is. They're that new band that basically sounds like Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah, yeah. The 19th. I've heard you mention them. I haven't, I haven't heard them. I got an album coming out this Friday. I do love that, that When the Curtain Falls. Mm-hmm. That's the single off the album. Garen, play a little bit of that. Play a little bit of uh, When the Curtain Falls by Greta Van Fleet, because I want you to hear. By the way, I'm still a little disappointed that Greta Van Fleet isn't just Greta Van Susteren singing with Fleet Foxes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should be. <laughs> and when it isn't, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I know. That's a bummer. It's a bummer. Here we go. There's a little Greta Van Fleet. Here's a, When the Curtain Falls. Here we go. Deanne Smith is here. She's down from Toronto. Here it comes. Here we go. Here's that, here's that Greta Van Fleet we were promising. Here it comes. Here we go. Here it comes. <laughs> Anytime. Listen to that, man. Jesus. I'm your favorite fan. Did you go see these guys? You didn't go. You were, yeah, what you got here? You were telling me the tickets were outrageous. Shut it down, Garen. Nobody can stand, stand that for more than a minute. It's <laughs> a little Dennis uh, DeYoungy. <laughs> Sitting on that to be a dick. Um, wanted to go. Tickets were like $500. Crazy. To go see him at the Fonda. Ridiculous. They never should have been booked at the Fonda. No. Way too... Uh, they broke... They, they should have been at there, the Greek and at, then they at broke. minimum. Minimum Greek. Yeah. You know what I just realized listening to that little snippet? What's that? I enjoy an off-mic countdown. Yeah. You do. Like I, it's great. Like that. Three, I enjoy that. Yeah. Well, then you'll enjoy Greta Van Fleet because they do it. <laughs> I want to say every song. <laughs> uh, Deanna, are you, are you metal? You like metal? What do you like up there in Toronto? Hey, I love metal. Use the right the sound phone system. Simple. <laughs> no, that's your that's your drink symbol. Uh, switch, flip that switch there. I too. did it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I just said I didn't know I was allowed, which I think betrays the fact that maybe I'm not very metal and don't love metal. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know. I can get into some angry music while I'm running, but also are they are they just allowed to do right. Led Zeppelin? Exactly, isn't that crazy? It's yeah. a little weird, right? It's a little weird. I like it, but I just no. Some would argue that some argue that they that they ha- they've had this sound since high school and that this that it happened organically. But there's no yeah, organically from listening to Led Zeppelin all day. <laughs> That's not uh, it's and, and I guess Robert Plant was just asked what he thought. And I uh, don't know the answer. So <laughs> Jet do that same thing. Though? Jet doesn't Jet do that. Like Let's that not too. talk about Jet, Jet. Jet did the thing where each song sounded like a different classic. Like yeah. they had one ACDC oh, okay. song and then they had one Led Zeppelin. Yeah, song. Jet didn't know who they wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. And you mean movies now. Hey, I'm your <laughs> biggest fan. I got to join that band. If they, if they lose that guy. I'm in. Sure. Well, you know, Greta Van Susteren's ahead of you in line. <laughs> uh, 
She's uh, shrill. She could. She, she could is shrill. Rip it. Is she shrill or she just kind of? She's well, got a more not vocally bland. shrill, but just content wise, I think. Yeah, boy, she failed miserably on MSNBC. People did not like her conservative take on things. Shocking. Well, they, was, they weren't just conservative; they were wrong. Doesn't seem to bother people on Fox. Yeah, boy, oh boy. Right? What do you think about our president today? He's, uh, denying that he ever said that uh, he would give the charity if Elizabeth Warren proved that she had uh, some Indian blood, Native American blood. Wait, she proved it? She proved she it. Did it. Prove she it. released heard, uh, heard some today. DNA uh, today. It's kind of crazy that she even went through the trouble. I think there, there's, my guess, if I may, and I don't know anything, uh, I'm just talking like an asshole right mm-hmm. now. My guess is she's going to run for president. Yeah. Let's get this out there now out so the we way. don't waste time with that bullshit right. in a year. Well, I mean, you know the basis for the, for the reason why the story came up in the first place, right? She applied for a job and she put that she had that heritage on the application and mm-hmm. then the co- she didn't realize that it would be a big deal because it was just something she talked about in her family the college then kind of ran with it and said we qualify for this because we have this person on our staff who's oh. American and so it made it a little bit weird and so I think she probably wanted to find out so that she could Got clear it. the air about it then why did why, why did it take so long it seems like she should, could have done that a long time ago yeah I, 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 I'm going to go with my theory yeah. Well, I yeah, think no, no, I think you're the right. The timing of it is, yeah. is right, but the but the if if it, it wouldn't it, just because he was saying it wouldn't have mattered. I think she probably still felt a little bit like, oh, maybe this is a bad thing. Maybe I should figure it out rather than just. Well, then I go like along with I go with Matt Belknap and go. Why take why drag your heels on this mm-hmm. six inch heels? She's a lady. <laughs> don't picture Elizabeth Warren in six. Inch Doesn't heels. strike me as a six inch heel type. Sort of the uh, airport once. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in, a, we're in exactly the clothing you'd expect a woman of that age to be wearing. Sure. And uh, the same Diane Keaton costume. Basically, was it was kind of, we kind of like a Diane. Yeah. yeah, it was basically that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Diane, I saw Diane Keaton over the weekend at a function, and she, uh, the clothing on her, it was just draped beautifully. She looked perfect. Yeah. She looks perfect, but in real life, is she? Um, uh, sexually bumbling all the time. That's what I would. <laughs> she did not. She walked around yeah. very elegant. I, I, okay. That would be the word I would use is elegant. Right. So it's all an act. Yeah, yeah. she walked around elegantly. I bet you she has some amazing stories. Goddamn right she does. Yeah. Of course, she's on the show next week. I booked her. Is she going to oh, tell them though? No, of course she's no, not. She gonna, can't tell them. She can't. Uh, she's not going to talk about how Pacino was coked out of his mind for Godfather. <laughs> I guess I have to wait for her book. Yeah. She's never written a book, Diane Keaton. I mean, she must have. But she probably keeps it close to the vest. She doesn't seem like a, well, a she's literal got, vest. She, yeah, she got a nine, <laughs> button, nine button vest. That's why she has all the buttons to keep that. Uh, all right, Deanne Smith is here. She's down from Toronto. She's a standing-up comedian who's uh, I've had the pleasure of working with. Uh, I want to say the last two times I've been to Toronto, right? Very possibly. Is that possible? Right. I mean, I know I've seen you there. I just don't know if you're in and out of the city when I'm not around. Uh, <laughs> I just like say to sneak no. in when you're off. <laughs> right. The last two times you were on the show, were you yeah, not? Yeah, at the comedy bar, an awesome spot. Yeah, with uh, Todd Van Allen. Yes. You and me, maybe somebody else mucking it up. Who knows? Right. There's that one guy. Remember what was the guy last time that insisted on being in my space? <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 Let's talk some shit about Toronto comedians. I, I wish I knew. I don't know who it is. Oh, I don't. Uh, every, everybody was very, very nice. I was uh, just said that for humor. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. Deanne Smith is here, mm-hmm. taking time away from her standing up comedy. I don't know if she's traveling here in the states. We'll find out. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's here to do standing up comedy. Well, we did a show together uh, last week at the World Famous Improvisation uh, on Melrose Avenue. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, Deanne uh, did a great job. She had to follow my bullshit. <laughs> and uh, she did a great job. It's like an obstacle course. <laughs> Damn right it is. It's like, all right, the boy, we'll cleanse your palate of the crap you just saw. Now enjoy some comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and that, that she did, right? A lot of uh, a lot of good feedback from that, Deanne, right? Has yeah. show business given you the contract? Oh, my gosh. I, I had never done like a industry showcase. Before, yeah. So it was uh, weird, you know? It's a weird vibe in there, right? Yeah, getting the, getting the feel for it as I'm on stage. I tried to focus on the 30%. Customers that were real you know? people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, I was the uh, the uh, the old guard host and MC, and I did tell because I don't care anymore. I told the uh, the industry. I said, you know, you, you know, I've been doing these for years. You industry people, you come out here, you don't enjoy yourselves, you don't laugh. Pull the sticks out of your asses and laugh. <laughs> yeah. These people are all here. They think it's going to change their life, but not if you sit there. Uh, and uh, and I said I, myself, I don't give a shit. I've given up six years ago. <laughs> Show respect to these acts. And I think it, I actually think me yelling at them. Mm-hmm worked because then they it broke it yeah yeah it was really great you hosted you hosted the heck out of that Thank show. You, yeah. um, it. and uh you know i think uh bruce said it was like he was what what am i trying to say he said he was the most relaxed he's ever been it may be because he has also given up but <laughs> <laughs> Deanne and i have the same manager which is the reason that she just uh, uses bruce but bruce comes up on the show all the time and, uh but everybody had a nice set on that showcase and um i believe that uh, the omnipop roster is about to take over hollywood and it's so gay a lot of gays <laughs> too many right almost too many yeah i don't disagree if you got too many uh, you don't stand out yeah, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. The only reason I turned gay was to stand out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. What was there, four? Four of the... Uh... At least, it felt like half, yeah. 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 Right? Uh, and everybody's out, right? You, Lisa Best. Yep. Uh, Joel Kim Booster. Joel Kim Booster, Guy Branham. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all we know for sure. That's all we know for sure. I know, <laughs> I know some others. <laughs> I know some others, and you don't know everything about me. All right, we'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> Listen, there are a lot of job sites out there, Matt, that'll send you a ton of wrong resumes to sort through and make you wait for the right candidate to apply for a job. That's not smart, buddy. Ridiculous. You know what is smart? It's a waste of time is what it is. But what's smart? What's the smart way to do it? Well, the smart way to do it is go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo, and that will get you to hire the right person. 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 Get a purse, too. Sure. Or a Persian. A Persian purse? Could I put in, like, I wonder if there's, like, is there a search thing in there? Could I put in Persian? Maybe I need a Persian. If you need someone who speaks Persian, I'm sure you can. Yeah. If you're just some weirdo who like has a thing for Persian people, then uh, probably not. I think they're good workers, the Persian. Okay. Well, I mean, that's borderline racist. I don't know what it's you're talking compliment. about. <laughs> okay. It's a compliment. It doesn't really make it okay, but all right. Uh, but yeah, if you need someone who speaks, I don't know, what do they speak in, uh, in that part of the world? Oh, yeah. What is that? That's um, Farsi. Farsi. Is it Farsi? Yes. The Persian? Yes. I, I know they're a good worker. On. Your mic's not on. I have it on, but you're not on. It's Farsi and it's Iran and Persian. Sure. All right. We'll go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to hire the right person. Uh, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you, Matt. Yeah, that's great. It's powerful matching technology, scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. Hey, you got what we're, this guy's looking for? Uh, quit your job and come and work for us. Love it. That sort of thing. Yeah. You get, headhunter. You get quality, uh, uh, but uh, cyber, cyber headhunter. Cyber headhunter. Which, by the, the way, future. that's the new Crocus album. <laughs> you get quality, qualified, and quality candidates fast. I'm a little taken aback that Crocus has a new album. <laughs> well, listen, these guys, are they're back and better than ever. Okay. Big Stick Go Boom is the name of one of their songs. They're on the internet, it sounds like, the cyber. Yeah, the cyber head guys. Yeah. You can, yeah, it's all streaming and download only. 
ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot, and that's with over 1,000 reviews. Mm-hmm. Talk about ZipRecruiter. And Trustpilot. I know we uh, I know we started talking about uh, Crocus. Yeah. Ignore the Crocus part. No, just focus on ZipRecruiter and, to a lesser extent, Trustpilot. <laughs> <laughs> what a wheezy. No, I'm wheezing. Right now, my listeners, that's that's, that's written here. I don't, I, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter.com for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Mm-hmm. I've already said it once. Yeah. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is where to go. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think maybe this guy got stuck uh, cutting and pasting because it just <laughs> says it over and over. Well, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. You know what I always say. What? Repetition is the key to good advertising. Repetition is a key to good advertising. You know where I learned that? Where? Trust pilot. <laughs> ZipRecruiter. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire, as you know. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. You just said it. Yeah. Now listen. Here's the deal, you guys. When you uh, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. You got to know it. You got to you got to predict it. Anticipate me. I wanted it, I wanted to say anticipate, not predict. Mm-hmm. I wanted. What is? What was that? I don't know. It's a. It was a funny line from something. I don't know what it was. Some TV show or movie where someone says, "Anticipate me." What was that from? To like it was like a you know a high powered person yelling at that her sounds assistant. like an Alan Arkin saying it. Oh, it was a lady. I didn't say that it was a lady. Interesting that you think I, I that. I thought you said her assistant. I thought you said No, that. just to an assistant. I, I, don't, I don't remember. But I think it was like a comedy situation. Mm-hmm. Was, situation was, comedy? It was supposed to be funny. I mean, like I wasn't laughing at it because I was like. Misogynist? <laughs> I was like, this idiot thinks they're a boss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't remember what it was, though. Someone, uh, you know, send me a message all right <laughs> on, on what platform since you're not on any of them I anymore know. i was that's what i got caught up in i guess instagram yeah <laughs> uh listen thanks to science ball this can be optional with forhims.com mm-hmm. it is a one-stop shop for hair loss skin care sexual wellness for men hymns connects you with real doctors medical medical grade solutions boy russ, russ porter showed up there medical grade medical grade solutions to treat ed or Ed. I call it Ed. Yeah, the big Ed. Yeah, when I can't get it up, I go, well, Ed's, Ed's not coming in today. Ed's. No, Ed is there. That's yeah, what he's Ed, like. Yeah. Oh, Ed, Ed, Ed's here, honey. Oh, Ed's here. Sorry, yeah. you have to go in the other room. <laughs> yeah, I got to see if I can wake Ed up a little bit. There are well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions. These are not snake oil pills or any of that gas station supplement nonsense. Uh, I was at a gas station, by the way, that had a... A wall of them, the like uh, the, the equivalent of like uh, the superhero collection of costumes at a, a Halloween shop. Wow, that many of them, and I wanted to ask him, uh, does anybody buy those? Because <laughs> they had so many of them. Right. One of them, by the way, looked like the size of a bullet. Like, oh and, and you'd have to swallow. Yikes. That probably just goes right to your cock and <laughs> makes it rigid. Maybe you're supposed it, to stick it in your cock. Maybe, and then it looked like boom. a suppository. It looked that effing big. This mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but thanks, thanks for cleaning that part up. <laughs> the uh, shut up. The gentleman behind the counter did not. Uh, uh, my, uh, we were not communicating very well for mm-hmm. me to then go do a deep dive on their. Do you think sales. all those things up there are all the exact same thing with just different labels? Do I? Yes, one hundred percent. It's nonsense. Well, you don't have to deal with any of that BS. You don't have to have that awkward conversation like I had to. Uh, you go to uh, uh, forhims.com. There's not a waiting room. There's no awkward in-person doctor visits. There's not trying to chit chat with the guy at the mobile. 
Just answer a few quick questions and chat with the doctor for confidential review. Then the products are shipped directly to your door. You open up your door. There it is. Ed, we've got company. <laughs> Stand at attention. <laughs> now we can. Yeah. Order now. Listeners of Never Not Funny can get a trial month of hymns for just five bucks today while supplies last. Now, obviously, you go to the website, you're going to get full details over there. This would cost you hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. But if you go to forhims.com slash pardo, that is F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash pardo, uh, you're going to get a, a trial month for just five bucks. That is forhims.com slash pardo. For hymns. A better way to wake up, Ed. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Deanne just went into a panic about her water bottle. Yeah. I don't, you were scurrying that out of You picked up on it, yeah. Well, well you, had, you literally had a look of fear in your face. Like, if the bottle was in the wrong spot, you'd be yelled at. Now, you're, granted, Elliot did just yell at you. Yeah, you're very I intuitive. Very, I thought it was very nice. No, it was very nice, but it just occurred to me that I didn't want to block Matt with the water bottle. Well, I didn't want well, to dirty well, up your visuals here. And in fact, Well, that part, Jimmy, does, he is crazy about things being... But you have to have your water. Yeah, the water's fine. And yeah. and, and Matt Matt's not, head is not down here like a, <laughs> just yeah. like Kilroy we, sneaking we, over the top. We literally just told her that the camera my camera is going uh, across her bow. I just want to be all right on your show. <laughs> You're you doing fine. You're one of the four gays on the Omnipop showcase. It's all going well. Yeah. And look at all the ink. I, I didn't realize you had that much ink. I know. No one would. They re- it doesn't really seem to go with You me think it's all. a little incongruous? Yeah. I know that it is. <laughs> Um, uh, but you have a lot. Can I talk to you about some of them? Yes, I'd like you, I'd like you to talk to me about all of them. Okay. So my favorite thing to talk about... This is Deanne Smith, by the way. That's our guest. ...is Go. here I have some script from a letter that my grandmother wrote. She has now passed. And when I was talking about getting this done, I said to my other grandma, um, the alive one, of course... Um, if she, I asked her if she wanted me to get anything for her, and she was like 92 at the time, and she said, well, I don't approve. So I said... Do you want me to get I don't approve? And she laughed so hard <laughs> that then ah, I got uh, I don't approve. Did you ask her to write it out? I didn't even have to ask. She just did. It was around Christmas time and she just wrote it in the Christmas card. And the <laughs> exact sentence was, I love you even if I don't approve. So Ooh. it's like a very sweet thing. Do you think oh. that also meant your lifestyle? Pardon me? <laughs> Do you think that also meant your lifestyle? It very well I mean, she's might. She's 92 and very... Uh, yeah, she's 92, sounds... but she's a, she's a hip cat. I uh, was visiting her recently. I, it was like 11 o'clock at night. She lives in Tennessee. She's 94. And I... Um, drove in really late after a show or something and she greeted me she's tinier than me she's like five one. she was in this long white nightgown she came to the door and I said oh Graham I hope you didn't stay up for me and she goes no I was just watching Breaking Bad it's getting so exciting oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah so nice. she's like a really awesome person she's with it yeah alright cool. so you got those two are there more you want to discuss I mean I don't the... need to these I mean the fire water I got when I lived in Mexico it was very spontaneous basically in my early years i did made a lot of spontaneous and lateral moves i just was <laughs> lying around and like you know what i'm gonna go get tattoos and i just walked into a first shop let someone freestyle on me which is not a good idea what not, Wait, which one's freestyle the both of the the, the the quote fire and water i think they, those are great they they're look, kind of they fun but great. there's like you know there's good tattoo artists in the world it's worth looking into who's gonna do the yeah thing. you didn't know the person i didn't know you the didn't person read a, it's a read tourist town in mexico i just kind of walked in and got it done um, what is that noise, by the way? I there's apologize. a cricket in the room. Is there? And uh, Oh, wait, seriously? That's what that is? Yep. We, yeah, we were hoping it would happen when Elliot got iced. It, <laughs> oh. He, he's blown the whole joke yeah. already. This Way to go, cricket. cricket. Come on, Jiminy. <laughs> well, now he's quiet because he knows we're talking about him. Yeah. 
There's an actual cricket in the room? Yeah. We, During me talking about my tattoo? This feels right? passive aggressive. Yeah. You guys, so this is. Disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. It's like you were talking. I, I, I just look over at Elliot. It's like, you know, and the look is release the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> release, <laughs> release the bug. The is that a cricket? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to just wait for that to die, right? Like, you can never find them when they're like making noise. No, he'll jump out at some point, right? I don't know. Make this happens known? at my house a lot. Like, I find them on the doorstep later, but like, you'll just be sitting there watching TV and you're like, what is that? Who's thinking? My mom used to always joke that she was, "Oh yeah, there's a cricket or something outside. It's by the door." It's like, "Well, mom, it's not a. Per- it doesn't know it's a door. <laughs> it's not waiting for that door. Like, oh, they're gonna open that up and invite me in. They would use any hole to get in." But my right. mom always did think that. Uh, yeah. There they are. They're right by the door. Yeah. I mean, it was so far from the door, so I don't... Well, Mom, again, it doesn't how to use the knob. <laughs> uh, but I like... So, all right, what else do we have over there, Dan? I you don't got, know. Uh, well, I have a tattoo for my mom here. It's kind of an old-timey sailor tattoo with her name, yeah. Carrie Lou, because she, she approved of my lifestyle, and she used to say... Uh, you know, D, you should have the way you travel. You should have a girl in every port. So I kind of got uh, this. One oh, over that's there. awesome! Kind of fun, yeah. yeah. And then now I have a friend, um, Pete Pav in Melbourne, who does like old timey sailor tattoos. So every year that I go to Melbourne, I just get him to do something. You get Pete Pav to do on it. Me, yeah, Pete Pav. Is anybody here happy with that name? I don't know if I am. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Peapod. Yeah, <laughs> Pete it Pav. really does. It's like the top and the bottom of names just happened. Carrie Lou is an amazing name. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And then. Pete Pop. Here goes Pete Pop. That's is number it, forty on our is list. Is Pop short for something? Because I think it must be. He's Pavel? very Greek. Yeah. Pete, oh yeah. Then it is. If you guys can take that anywhere Greek at the end. Papadopoulos. Maybe. <laughs> Pava. Pava I, I got it. His shop is called Man's Ruin, which is a pretty fun name. All right. All our Melbourne, Melbourne listeners. Yeah. Go, Melbourne, go to Man, check Man's Ruin. All right. Hey, speaking of plugs, uh, I'm wearing a shirt uh, that we got last week on the Players yeah. Club uh, from Kennedy Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go to Amazon.com slash Kennedy. And uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful. Uh, it looks perfect. It's, it's a great color. Great, great, great. And it's and it, and it, 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 it very comfortable, very uh, soft. Yeah. Uh, and then he also gave our wives some uh, athletic uh, brassiers, mm-hmm. sports bras. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Danielle loves hers. Oh, are already raving about it. Awesome. Very comfortable. Anyway, so I thank that guy. Yeah, thanks, uh, Kennedy. And, and uh, so uh, go to uh, check out his uh, Amazon.com slash Kennedy. Or do you think that guy's name is Todd? And It's Todd Kennedy, yeah. but then it goes by Kennedy Todd. Yeah. Um, Which sounds great. It's a perfect name for a, a clothing brand, as we were saying on Thursday. Absolutely. Love it. Said a lot you of don't that. think Pav Pete would be a good name for a clothing brand? <laughs> I don't like Pete Pav at all. I mean, at all. Man's Ruin, what's it called? Man's Ruin. What is Man's Ruin? Look up Man's Ruin and see if there's a website. And then if it says, you know, owner, uh, Pete Pav Pavlovich. And, yeah. Or see it like if it gets is it full Is it P-A-V name. or P-O-V? P-A-V. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's Pav, maybe Pavlovic? Pav. Maybe I should be saying Pav. There's a Man's Ruins record. That's Records. not what we want. <laughs> man's Ruins, St. Kilda would help you out. You guys know Kilda? St. Kilda? K-A-L-D-A? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, Standard spelling. I, I just, I wanted it to be Pete P-O-V, because then you could mm. just, yeah, that's cool. That sounds like a rapper. Pete P-O-V. Pete P-O-V? Yeah. <laughs> There's no Pete rappers. There's there's no rapper with the name Pete. I'm sorry to tell you there is. Oh, is it? What's his name? Pete Rock. (laughs) Although he might be the producer DJ, actually. I take it back. I think Pete Rock was behind the wheels of Steel and uh, Seal Smooth was up front. Well, then I accept your apology. I think I might backtrack my comment on that name because the very profile picture I have of this guy, his name fits him. It does? Yeah. If I can get it. Does he look like a rockabilly guy? Yeah. With like, yeah, dark greased, greased up hair. Yeah. He's talented too. 
Yeah, that's the dude. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's huh? a he looks like a Pete Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't give you any like his history or anything like that, like a bio about Pete. Pete Powell like, grew up Shoot on the Canary up. Islands and so on and so forth. Or. Pete has been a tattoo artist for about 10 years. His style is based around clean and simple traditional tattoos, as well as dot work and black work. His influences include old tattooers from the 1920s to the 1940s, such as Percy Walters and Fred Marquand from Shrek. What? I don't know like that. Lately, though, <laughs> no, it doesn't give his... All right, well, he good. collects loads of old tattoo history memorabilia. We got enough of that. We got a peep off. He's a tattoo artist. We got it. You're in Melbourne. <laughs> go see this guy. It looks great. It looks, yeah. We're seeing right here in mm-hmm. front of us. Garen, you don't have to look online for evidence that the guy's exactly. great. Uh, Deanne's got some uh, art yeah. right there on her arms. Mm-hmm. I saw him, too. He's a talented guy. <laughs> Maybe I'll go and get my tattoo from uh, Australia. You should. Are you in the market for a, like a new tattoo? It's always on the mind. Do you have any at all? No. Oh my God! Yes, do it. I should do it. You should do it. I'd go go local first. Yeah, you don't have to. You go. think I should make an eat, pray, love situation out of it? I think you should. Well, I think you should just so you can get your fucking act together. One has nothing to do with right. the other. If the tattoo is a byproduct, right, right. great. If, we, if that if that artwork gets you moving, <laughs> yes. literally thought you were going to say, "Speaking of man's ruin," and then it's <laughs> me. No, I would not do that. That's uh, you're my friend, and even for humor, I wouldn't say that. I'd say that for Elliot. <laughs> um, uh, but oh, uh, let's do it. In fact, uh, let's check in on uh, the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk sponsored by DogPile.com. That is Garen Cockrell over there. Now, Dan, what you don't know, because uh, he informed us before he got here, he's uh, on uh, uh, what basically is uh, meth. Okay. Uh, what, what are you on? You're on uh, cold pills and cold, severe cold pills and uh, loratadine. Loratadine. Because I don't know what's going on. Okay. Allergy medicine. Okay. So I'm covering all bases, plus my antidepressants. You know, my so. my son today said that his allergies were killing him. So maybe, uh, well, this is the crazy wind. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's oh, really my weird. gosh. Yeah. I was it's dodging like pieces of palms on the drive here. It's it was dangerous. very intense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't notice the wind today. You're shitting, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I are wish you, I really. It, I, maybe I it's different down uh, where you are. It was not. It was not windy at all near, near my house. It was yeah. bonkers at my house this oh, morning. Really? Yes. Like things I, flying out of the backyard. Type really? Stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I heard about it on the news, but I had no experience with it. No. From Culver City. Huh. Weird. Like, no, I went for a nice run, and then uh, and, and it was like, oh, it's much warmer than I thought it would be. Yeah. And it was gor- just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Beautiful run. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's nice because wind the, at my back making me go faster than everyone gone. <laughs> I experienced no. Maybe that's why you didn't notice it. It was just yeah. pushing you gently. Yeah, forward. the walk back was a fucking nightmare. That what you do? You jog in a straight line for a certain distance and then turn around and walk it back. back. I probably should make it more of a <laughs> circle. Just do a circle. Yeah, 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 that makes more sense. That's not smart. That's the old Rodney Dangerfield joke about uh, you should run thirty miles or whatever, and I'm thirty miles away. What do I do now? Or something along those lines is the. He does it, of course, with some humor. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, with a voice like this. <laughs> Oliver does, and I'll say it, uh, it's his father, the greatest bad. <laughs> like, it's 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 not good, yeah. but you know he's doing Dangerfield, yeah. but it's great. I gotta tell you. Oh, that's <laughs> and, so sweet. And it's, uh, it is wonderful. And it, but it's like, you know it's, again, it's bad, but it's great. Yeah. Now we're going to have to see that. Um, Next time he's here, we'll, we'll have him do yeah, make the kid do dance for you. Do his friends know who that is, though? No. No, the parents do. Yeah. Whenever he does impressions, the parents get a kick out of it, and the kids just roll their eyes like, oh, here's Dummy again doing his <laughs> impressions for the parents. That's it. Wow. <laughs> what happened over the weekend? Anything? Uh... Uh, what happened over the weekend? I saw Bad Times at El Royale. Yeah. Did you like it? Loved it. You loved it? Yeah. How great, great was our buddy John Hamm? 
as Laramie Seymour Sullivan. Yeah. He's doing a little bit of a Cajun Jimmy. Oh. And let me introduce myself. I am Laramie Seymour Sullivan. That is my fortnight and my accoutrement. Oh, man. I God it. damn it. Wow. He and, was great. And what you know what's crazy? I think Cajun Jimmy premiered on an episode that John Hamm was yeah. the guest. There's no question he stole the he character. Stole it, yeah. <laughs> is this a movie? I haven't even heard of it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's it called? Bad Times at El Royale. All right. Jeff Bridges, John Hamm. Uh, oh, oh, no. Oh, okay, we're we're down. We're stopped. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome welcome back from a, uh, a, a unexpected uh, break. Uh, we had a power outage here. The, it was the, shocking. I, I don't know. If maybe the maybe your camera tapes have the footage of us going, oh, God. But I, them does. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. It's possible, and but you I don't can, have the batteries on those. So. Well, I see. Mine mine cut out before the the moment of truth. But like like Dan said, we are we have to process this moment because it was it was kind of traumatic. Well, it was scary, and uh, and and I immediately do what I always do whenever the power goes out. I take my pants off. <laughs> and that just makes sense. It Lights just off, makes pants sense. Off. You don't know what's going to right. Lights off, pants off. You don't know what's going to happen. I thought, oh, here we go. We're all fucking. <laughs> so I thought that terrific. Let's experiment. I took everything off except the hat. Strangely <laughs> enough, that's how I prepare. Yeah. You can leave your hat on. <laughs> Little Joe Cocker. Who else did that song? Uh, Bonnie Raitt. It does sound familiar, but I don't know. Maybe a, not a Nancy Sinatra or something like that. No, that's did a, Toby Keith do that? There's oh, probably some country guy maybe. who did it. Maybe. But there's a woman like from that that did You Can Leave Your Hat On, Joe Cocker. Did Shania she? Twain? No, that is the, don't you bring your Canadian version into this. <laughs> Seems Shania-ish. Did Tina Turner do a version of it? Tina Turner? Mm, I don't know. I want to say James? like, I want to say like B.B. King Etta or something. James? Etta James? Etta James? Not Etta Etta. James. <laughs> Anyway, the power went out. That's why you guys all experienced a weird little glitch, and then we're back. I, I think. I mean, I, my plan is to just put a little music uh, in that moment, like we usually do. Right. The power went out, and then we heard the cricket. Yes, yeah. it was yeah. pretty perfectly timed. Do you think the cricket tor- turned off this power? <laughs> is, is he responsible? Yeah. I'd like to put, put blame on something. I went out, but in the while we were waiting for the power to come back on, I went out in the hallway to find the cricket. And cricket hunting. Yeah, I went cricket hunting, <laughs> and I think I found. I think he's in the light bank you think so in the hallway yeah and i saw another dead one in there you could see and then there was a dead one on the ground there's there's infesting this we place. are infested with crickets and that's morning his his friend maybe oh, or he's calling there. for him no oh, which one's worse that just made it sadder right yeah why isn't he home yet i hear you call right, that's enough <laughs> but i can't come home right now by the way, Tom Jones did that song. Oh, my God. That's got to be the best version ever. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I don't know why. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what, what woman did as well in addition to this Etta James? James? Oh, that's it. What? Uh, that can't Merle be. Sanders, Tom Jones, T- Ty Herndon. Oh, there's your country guy. Okay. Yeah, Jerry Garcia Band, Michael Graham, Bill Wyman, and Jess Roden. That's it? That seems like that's all the Wikipedia lists. Well, all right. Well, anyway, and now Dean Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so people are leaving their hats on. All right, that's yeah. what it's about. All right, Gary, all right, you saw El Royale. Anything else over the weekend happen? Ah, uh, breaking news. What do we got? Garen, want to let you know that we have a pair of tickets available for opening night this Friday, 1019, for Dear Evan Hansen. 
Garen, for the Garen. last 18 months, every time you get excited over there with breaking news, I think it's going to be something about <laughs> Trump's in jail. Yes. Yeah. Stop Could doing stop it. it. I'm it's not fucking annoying. around either. It's fucking ridiculous. Right? I'm Man, sorry. It's I can't get my hopes up this many it times. It literally came in my box just I as you said that to me. I don't give a shit about you going to do Evan Hansen. You know what? You do in your bedroom. Yeah. I'm new to this, and even that felt selfish to me. I thought we were just talking about we bonded together. Yes. The power outage brought us together as a yes. group. Breaking news, just about you going. And, on the was, show. and looking at the screen as if it was an alert. Right. Like here we go, guys. It starts. I apologize, but I've been dreading not being able to see this show. Oh my word! Wouldn't that be horrible? <laughs> it would Is be Leslie and Warren going to be there? Good look. You're not on a microphone, by the way. Oh. And maybe that's a good thing considering the oh. stuff you're babbling. Check check. Yeah, now you're on. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm with Matt. I'm so glad you said it. I'm, I apologize. I was excited. It, it was in the moment. If but you really wanted to go, you know, you sell one one thousandth of your Blu-ray collection, which would be about 50 discs. And then you oh. use that money to buy a ticket. Maybe you sell those to pay your fucking bills. <laughs> no one wants to buy my Blu-rays. Oh, all right. Especially sure after what I, my dog pissed all over uh, like two, three shelves of Blu-rays and oh. I didn't know it. Oh, Wait, what? You got stinky no. discs? Yeah. God, <laughs> the worst. When did you put it together? How long did it take? Well, he sometimes, because he's home alone a lot. Yeah. And sometimes I'll go behind the couch and piss, which, fine. I have a carpet Stop cleaner for that. piss. And, and urinate. Thank you. So I would clean it and then I'd be sitting there like, why can't I still smell this when I just cleaned it? And then I went and grabbed a Blu-ray, and when they all came off the shelf together... <gasps> oh, oh, God. Oh, God. man. Yeah, it was not great. What would you grab? What movie did you want to watch that uh, even the dog knows I sucks? Don't, <laughs> I don't remember what it was, but there's some limited stuff that got ruined. Oh, and, boy. Yeah, all so. right, well, don't sell those. Sell the rest. Yes. I don't know. There's probably some guys on the internet who would love a piss-soaked <laughs> DVD or a Blu-ray. I should say it was mine, and then they would yeah, exactly. Of it. Throw that on cameo. Word up. <laughs> was that a, that was off air that we were talking about cameo? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. If you want Garen to record a message for you, go on cameo. Apparently, that's the thing you can pay him to. My name is Garen. Is the is the I think Mike Schmidt's on there as well. You could have okay. uh, the former third baseman say hello or happy birthday to you on there. This is an app where you can get uh, quasi fake celebrities to <laughs> record a message for you. It's weird. It's weird that they like hit me up. I was like, hey, we're getting requests. Come on board. I'm like we're getting requests. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. Garen's very popular on the new platforms. <laughs> I must be. He's made dough on this already. He's yeah, it's ridiculous. It in. Well, now I regret because I've turned it down because we, we auction off. Jimmy will leave you a voicemail. Right. Jimmy will yes. do this. Jimmy will do right. that. We auction we it for charity. We, we want it to be special. Now I feel like I'm losing uh, money. I could be rolling in the deep. You're, you're, li- you're leaving money on the table. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I've got a referral code if you... Uh, I could have Adele money, man. You could. Mm-hmm. She's one of a beautiful voice. You can also do it and then put whatever you make out of it into the charity. Into the charity. It seems like a lot of bullshit. <laughs> if, I, if, I'm, if I'm doing that, I'm, I'm pocketing that my pocket in that money. No, you're right. I could do it that way. Yeah. You could set, it's you a cool thing to do. It felt someone asked me to do a happy anniversary. So I did it. I was like, oh, how long? How long you do? Like 10, 12 seconds? I think it was like 15, 20 seconds. And they're happy with that? Tweeted me today. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. It may have been longer than that. Video or audio? Video. And then how did you make it special for them, or did you? (laughs) (laughs) How did I make it? Well, I was nude. Wow. Um, Well, the lights were off. You know the rule. Lights were off. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean. What was it? Anniversary? What was it? Yeah, 24th anniversary. Happy 24th anniversary. 24th anniversary is the Garen gift year. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. 25 is diamond or whatever, but 24 is Garen. 24 is Garen. But did you put, I guess my real question is, did you put any thought into the background? Were you like, this is a... 
what um, I'm going to do for these people's anniversary? I think they got my Breakfast Club poster in the background. That's I have fun. That above my bed. That's as oh. That's on brand. Low to middle income. <laughs> yeah. So you're in your forties. I'm not in my forties. Well, it, you know what? When when we say happy birthday, when we sing to you and you turn forty, you take that poster down. <laughs> do you? When I'll you put f- some kind of wonderful one up instead. Ooh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Did you end the video with your by sticking your fist in the air and then it just freeze frames? And <laughs> God, I wish I did. No, simple I did minds it. I did kicks in. You, you did what? Peace sign over my face. That is off brand. As Peace. as on brand as the poster was, that is ridiculously off brand. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. You are not a '90s hip hop. How do you do it? I, I think they got value for money. They got to see a side of Garen that maybe other people don't see. A, a side that should go away. <laughs> yeah, your positive energy is not welcome in this. No, I'm sorry. I just called it to Dina. My, I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. I didn't even hear it. Because I'm in my head because you corrected me unnecessarily at the improv. I didn't. Well, that wasn't even supposed to get to you. What happened? Here's what tell her what tell well, what happened. Jimmy greeted me and I thought that he said, hey, Deanna, no. which would be reasonable because that's like a more normal version of my name. But I know you. But I thought you said that. So then I very casually just said <laughs> to, to, uh, to Zach. Zach. I mean, I know his name. I just didn't know what to call him. Oh, gotcha. I was going to be like one of our handlers. That's not right. <laughs> He's to the, Zach. Uh, the senior VP. Yeah, he was running the showcase. He'd, he'd put it together. And I just said, um, I'm not sure Jimmy knows my name. Can you just t- like tell him that it's Deanne and not Deanna? And then the next thing I know, Jimmy comes storming up to me. I know your name. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I don't know why I was reprimanded. I don't know why I had to be corrected. Yeah. There were he, a lot of rules on that showcase. A it lot was of, supposed uh, to be a lot more casual than that. And you weren't supposed to know it was coming from me. They betrayed me. Oh, they, there's no question. Because he immediately came and go, Deanne's worried. You don't know her name. <laughs> Which is, that was reasonable. That's exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just did it because I was in my head. Yeah. There's a very good chance I also said it at the improv. (laughs) You know, if I did, I apologize, but I swear to God I didn't. I I hope this is not a line, but can you just change your name to Deanna? It would be easier. It would be easier. Who do we blame on this? Carrie Lou? Yep, absolutely. What's your middle name? There's also a capital A in the middle of my name for no good reason. It's D-E, capital A. Chuck that in there. N-N-E. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And my parents. Thank you. My last name's just Smith. My parents weren't... My, my sister's called Heather Smith. Nothing was very crazy in the family. But it's D-E, capital, capital A. A. So it's not even D-E-E. So you could think of it like, oh, it's like, uh, you know, Anne-Marie, exactly. D-Anne, like yeah. D and Anne. Yeah. Huh. And my middle name apparently dates me, which I didn't realize until recently. It's Lynn, which was the middle name of a lot of people of my generation. Oh, it was? Hmm. But again, one N. Why? I don't oh, know. Oh, no. Yeah. I think my mom was on a lot of drugs. <laughs> All she remembers because I was the third kid is that she... Um, she tries to remember the time I was born by being like, then I was watching the Sonny and Cher show. <laughs> so <laughs> I think she might have been drugged out. Hmm. You think your mom was, uh, do you know your mom was doing drugs? Oh, I mean, because of the birth. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. currently watching the Sonny and Cher show on a regular basis over there on that uh, Get TV. You can do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I want to get in. It's channel 1283 on my uh, Spectrum television system. Yeah. And okay. it's great. But now I need to know your all's middle names. I'm not comfortable with you knowing that much about me. Please. Ronald. Really? James J. Ronald R. Pardo Jr. Yeah. J.R. Pardo. J.R. Pardo Jr. Yes. Yeah. That's oh. not bad. Who shot him? <laughs> Elliot did with the camera. <laughs> my middle name is Gibb, which is my father's mother's maiden name. Oh, that's nice. Matthew Gibb. I like it. Yeah. 
Also, Here. it's the name of the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> the Brothers Gibb. The Brothers Gibb. Yeah, Matthew Gibb could be like your folk singer alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Strumming mm-hmm. on a guitar. Sure. You could, you could headline a with quad James somewhere. Just get some lighter strings for that one and I'll uh, get on that. Somebody recommended, by the way, that we take those strings off the guitar and auction it off for Smile Train. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. String by string? Uh, that seems that seems like <laughs> wait, that seems like five too many auctions. Yeah. Oh, that's Matt's debut album, though. String by string, string, string by string by Matthew Gibb. Uh, we had Ace Frehley from Kiss. I, now I'm in my head about. I always Fraley. used to say Freely. Yeah, everybody. It's Frehley. Frehley, the guitarist from Kiss. Oh my gosh! Was sitting in that chair, and he <gasps> he played that guitar. What? And uh, and it, he and, doesn't and play acoustic guitar really. He plays electric guitar, and and it's got these heavy strings. And he was like. Spent yeah, a lot of time bitching about these strings. Really? Like, you should get some get some lighter nylon strings or something. Yeah, he's recommended we get a lighter string. But How then did... somebody on the internet recommended we uh, take them off and auction them for a part of Castathon, which I think is a great. Idea. I think it's, it's a great, great idea. idea. How did he do noodling on the old acoustic? He had a little trouble, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, but I don't blame him. Yeah, that guitar plays like shit. I mean, it's it was crazy that he agreed to do it. Like we we were like, yes. hey, would you mind playing? He was like, bring it out, see. Ya. I thought he, he was like he said he would just see how it was, and I assumed he would go, nope, like as yeah. soon as he tried it. <laughs> but he was like, well, okay, and then that's just, true. They, you're right. Like he he was really like I I loved that he was just like okay, like about everything. Yeah. He taught Pictures. us a bar. He did some bar tricks for us. Yeah. <laughs> like what? The lead guitarist of Kiss, the legendary, the yeah, iconic, yeah, yeah. one of the biggest rock stars in the history of rock and roll. Yeah, uh, did bar tricks for us. He like wrote, uh, not, uh, like one, two, three, four on a piece of paper, and then like folded it, and then he was like, pick one of those numbers, right? And then he, and then Jimmy was like three, and then he's like, all right, turn it over, and you turn it over, and it just said Y. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really know what the payoff is on that. <laughs> yeah. Other than Ace Fraley did it. Like, if one of these guys had done it, they, I would be in prison right now. Because I don't understand why it happened. I didn't know how to react to Ace doing it. Yeah, fair. Uh, then he also uh, taught us how to uh, did, uh, draw some interlocking circles. Do you still have that thing over there that you can hold up, Elliot? Uh, I have some. Where is the uh, the one that he autographed? Well, we put it away because we're going to auction okay. that off. But, oh, but I know Elliot. Seems like that should go with the strings. Being a goody two shoes over there, Elliot had to do his own. Oh, the one I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just like just so that you see what it looked like. Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. He, like he drew that. But he did it in, a in way like, that like ten was, like, seconds. Really fast. Yeah. 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 And he's like, see if you can do that. He's like, we can't. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> that's is. That's a weird thing. Yeah, that's yeah. a weird thing. And, and, and by the way, it was in the middle of like, so we were just having a conversation. Yeah. Blah blah blah. See if you can do it. <laughs> all right all right ace we'll do that very true i mean i hate I, I hate to bring it up but was he bored by our company i don't think he was i think he's out of his mind um but i truth be told i loved it yeah. you know what i think it actually might be the opposite of that that he felt so comfortable yes, yeah, that he was yeah. like oh you know what i'm gonna impress these guys with a little magic or yeah he's just having fun Most and sudden, relaxed yeah like, oh i like that i stuff. love the idea of um introducing something into a conversation that you've clearly been practicing for a long time <laughs> right? and there's like see if you can do this yeah right. that's so fun it would be like if you just randomly started juggling in the middle of, middle of a conversation <laughs> yeah. like hey what are we gonna think of this yeah who else can do this <laughs> yeah 
Wait, but Jimmy, can you spin plates though? There we go. Did a little bit of the improv the other night when I was hosting. Great, yeah. That always that always pops up whenever I go right right as I'm about to bring the first act up. I make them follow that. I always say, let's get some energy in this room. Let's go. Come on. Then I start doing the plate thing. That's classic vaudeville. That's right. Although in vaudeville there would be actual plates. Yeah. Right. This is space work. This Theater is of classic space right. work. Not what that phrase means, but yes. <laughs> like space ace. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, great. Good. You're going to a play. Good for you. <laughs> but it's not, but even better, it's not the night you're going to Halloween. Yes. Or the night you're going to the other Halloween. Yes. Which is great. You got a busy week. I do. You got Halloween the original, you got Halloween the new one, and then you've got uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. I had a bizarre dream about seeing Halloween. Oh, my goodness. Oh, bizarre. And what happened? Basically, I was with my family, I was with my, my <laughs> stepmom, my stepmom, my dad, my brother. We went to see it at what was, in my mind, the arc light, but it was being shown on a wooden, like a wood paneled wall. Oh, I just remember to hate dreams. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I hate hearing about them. Nobody, looks nobody like likes hearing about dreams. <laughs> Why'd you ask me about it? I actually do like hearing about dreams. Oh, I'm do? sorry. Uh, yes. That's the Canadian. I'd like to have a window into your world. Okay, here we go. Uh, at one point, I was shooting arrows. Um, the screen sucked. There was two televisions that was also showing it, so I was watching it on the television. See? I like this. And then we started complaining about it, and they, they came in and was like, all right, we're going to fix the screen. Get out of here. Come back in 20 minutes. So we left. Something happened. I don't remember what. And then we came back, and I was like, I just have to get a Dr. Pepper out of this machine. Uh, so I kept putting quarters into the machine. It was dropping wrong drinks, like weird cherry 7-Up and all this weird, bizarre stuff. Uh, we were also in a YMCA seeing the film. It just goes on to more bizarre. That's the only part of the story that makes sense. <laughs> YMCA? Yeah. Uh, I get it. Yeah. You love to that. stay it. You love to stay. Yeah. And it shows. At the YMCA. Hey, anyway, that's hey, it. Hey, Who's hey, it? I can't pull his name right now, but he just tweeted out about uh, uh, people were tweeting about the recurring dreams. Mm-hmm. The gentleman he plays uh, Julie Klausner's uh, boyfriend on. Um, oh, um, difficult why, people. Why can't I picture oh, him? James. James. Urbaniak. James Urbaniak. James Urbaniak. And his was that he's about to do a play. Can't remember any of the lines, but knows if he if he just looks at the script for a minute, he'll remember it, and then. The dream is he can't find the script anywhere and nobody has a script. Wow. And that's his recurring. And mine is very similar to I'm about to do stand up and I can't remember where I act, but if I just look at my set list, I'll be, and I can't find my set list. Wow. I also then somehow don't have shoes and I can't find my, I can't go on stage without shoes. So those mm-hmm. are the recurring dreams that I've been mm-hmm. having yes. for the past. Well, because I would say your dream does sound like an anxiety dream. You know, you can't get what you want. You want the Dr. Pepper, you can't get it. You're yeah. trying to watch this movie, you can't watch it. Hmm. It's, that it's, makes a lot of sense. Did it feel, it was ang- anxiety producing. It was ang- angry. Yeah. Yeah. Something was that in the way. Sense. Yeah. I had a dream that I will not give you the uh, attack. Yes. Do you ever get on stage in your stand-up, like recurring those kind of anxiety? I never get there. Right. I never get to the stage. What about you? Mine is that I'm on stage and I'm just talking, but I, I still don't know any of my jokes. I, I shouldn't be there. It's not going well. Right. But I'm out there. It's not before getting out there. I'm just already there. Just mm. talking, doing crowd work, <laughs> trying to fill in. And it's uh, not not a fun feeling. Uh, I have had that. Uh, I, I'll take it back. I've had it when I... When I the two nights before I started at the Sir Silverman show doing warm up and I forgot how to do in the dream forgot how to do warm up 
and went up and didn't know what to do. Hmm. And all it is is talking. Yeah. Do you remember what you were doing in the dream? Um, just kind of, I know it was not going well. Yeah. But I don't yeah. remember what I was doing or saying. It's such a relief to wake up from those dreams. Yes. Ah, oh, real life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I did have one the other night that was one of those that was so real that you're bummed that it was a dream. Like, yes, oh, yes, yes. Shit. Do you ever, I've had the ones where it's like, <laughs> I'm too faithful in my dreams. Like, I have a girlfriend. I've had the one where it's like, there's someone I could make out with in the dream. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't. Even in your dream. Yes. And then I wake up and then I'm like, God damn it. It was a dream. <laughs> Why? Oh, I fuck everybody in my dreams. <laughs> you kidding me? That's a Debbie Gibson song. <laughs> Fucking in your dreams. <laughs> Debbie Gibson. Yes, as it may seem. I was fucking in my dreams. Fuck, 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 fucking in my dreams. Now, speaking of Debbie Gibson, have you, have you and your lady friend, uh, oh, shit. wait, did they go on sale already? I think last week. Oh, oh fuck. Thursday or Friday. I think we forgot. No, no, it's this Friday they go on sale. I don't know. I think it's this Friday they go on sale. She's maybe, back on tour? Maybe pre-sale last week? Listen to this lineup. I'm ready. You're about, wait, you said you're Tiffany? of a certain generation. I'm 32 years old. Okay, so you're like same age as me. This is the lineup. Start at the bottom. Okay. Naughty by nature. Oh my God! Don't don't think don't too much too about excited. that. That's kind of a All weird. Right. And by the way, feel free to come late. Yeah, <laughs> come late. Get we're, your, we're get, assuming they're going first. Get, get your food while they're on. Tiffany. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Salt and pepper. What? Push what? Push Debbie Gibson. What? New kids on the block. Holy shit! Headline. How yeah. long is this show? <laughs> no, no it's, kidding. It spans right? a decade. It's the entire <laughs> right. You, it's going to be a three night event. <laughs> you have to go back to see <laughs> the rest of it. Holy cow! And which, yeah. is that the is that the Hollywood Bowl? I think it's the, the Gibson. It's at the Bowl. The Gibson's not hasn't been open in ten years. Yeah, but the Gibson <laughs> just chose the venue that has been closed actually the, for ten years. Harry I mean, Potter's that's pretty castle amazing. Now. <laughs> Does Salt and Pepper not stand out on the lineup as perhaps? better than everyone else genuinely i think the same about naughty, naughty by nature actually although yeah. you know they had some pop hits but they're but they were a respected rap group they shouldn't they would never be mingling with but both right? of those acts, acts seem out of if i may yeah just uh, racially yeah. they seem out of place on a very white bread show except that the the, the calculus that they're correct about is that anyone who was the age to like Tiffany Gibby, Debbie Gibson and New Kids on the Block would also two years later were yeah. old enough to be into Salt and Pepper and right. Naughty by Nature because there was like a weird progression like New Kids was like 89 90 Salt and Pepper had a resurgence after the original 80s hits they had that resurgence in like 91 92 and Naughty by Nature was around there too and then, of course, New Kids on the Block, they think they're hip-hop. So, yeah, like, yeah. that's probably why it's You're happening. Right. Is Spinderella still on the decks? That's my question. That was my wife's question, too. Yeah? <laughs> she was saying, if Spinderella is going to cut it up one time, then we have to go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Karen, did you look up uh, when those go on sale uh, while we've uh, been talking did, about this? I did not. I was did not. He's too busy looking at uh, Dear Evan Hansen merch and seeing what he's going to... Breaking news! <laughs> <laughs> we did it, guys! We did it! Breaking news! Uh, Mission we... accomplished. Banner falls behind him. <laughs> oh, the president's I've got tickets for free. God damn it. I'm back to being mad at you. What is happening right there? Did somebody drop off a package or is that a... a it um, does look like a package. A shadow from a tree. Or is, or is oh, someone standing with what their is, shoe? What is that? Uh, oh, it is a package. Who's it to? Looks like a book. All right. Uh, hit it. The mixtape tour, it's called. Hit it. Here we go. The mixtape tour. What a shitty mixtape that would be. Just with those five acts and that's all is on it. The man is here. The man is here. Oh God. The man is here. 
69. Up top, my brother. The mail is... Don't ask. Dana Smith. Dina, I just said Dina that time, boy. <laughs> so when I... I'll change it. All right, here we, hey, we got a letter. Play it again. <laughs> the letter's here. All right, here Damn we go. It. Those tickets are on sale. Shut up. Oh. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you for providing uh, moments of laughter during the good and the bad. I'm sending you all a copy of the book I co-edited and partially authored. There really isn't laughter in it, but maybe uh, some insight and healing. And I'm surely not looking for a plug. I'm not that good of a businessman either. I look forward to meeting you folks face-to-face sometime. Fort Lauderdale in the winter is incredible. Okay, that's a shameless plug. Thank you. And then who's it? Eric. Oh, it's Eric Garner. Oh, yeah. that's the wow. oh boy, yes. the Parkland student's book. Oh. Yeah. We had, that's the uh, teacher that we had on uh, our show. Uh, he's a fan of the show and a listener who sadly was, uh, uh, he was one of the heroes, uh, saved lives at the uh, Parkland shooting. Yeah, I feel like I knew his name. I saw his name on the return and I was like, why do I know Eric Garner? Well, well there's another one that the, there's the other Eric Garner who was killed by a cop. Yeah, there is that one as yeah, well. Yeah, that might be. Well, I don't know. We haven't read this book yet. Maybe it is, maybe it is by him. <laughs> Twist ending. Uh, oh, okay. Right, let, me, let me hold it up to camera there. This is. I just uh, did that. I'm going to do it for the the A camera. <laughs> okay, it's a little better. Camera. This is a never say uh, hashtag never again. We say never again. Oh, what did I say? Never say never again. <laughs> I think you just yeah you started rattling off from James Bond. <laughs> Deborah, I'd thank you to please not say anything. <laughs> uh, we say uh, never again. Who's in there? That Hogue kid. What's his name? David. David. Hogue. David Hogue. Yeah. yeah, he's probably in here. In his trap, huh? See, now that I quit Twitter, I don't see their tweets anymore. So I, now I forget the, what was the girl's name? I followed her. and she Emma, was, Emma Gonzalez. Emma Gonzalez. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, go out and get this book. I imagine it's on Amazon, right? They seem to have books. Mm-hmm. They're doing more than books now, I guess, Amazon. What? Yeah. I guess. No, it's a bookstore, Jimmy. <laughs> no, it's Amazon Books. Why would a bookstore have other things? I mean, it might have pencils and paper, right? No, I, I, I swear to God, I, I saw a toaster oven. Oh, bookmarks. Do no, they sell bookmarks? I swear to God, I saw oh. a toaster oven. I don't. I mean, a coffee maker. It was Tops. It was probably I'm telling you toaster oven. It was probably a greeting card that looked like a toaster oven. You know what? I, I didn't they really look closely. I mean, you know, some people they might buy the New York Times, use it during breakfast. You know, answer the crossword puzzle or whatever. I don't know what those verbs are, and uh, and then they might want some toast. <laughs> answer the crossword puzzle. I think is what it's called. <laughs> yes. Derailed your own joke. Honey, are you going to sit down and answer tonight today's crossword puzzle? It's calling. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, this is Eric This Garner. paper asked you a question. <laughs> Answer it. <laughs> all right, well, thank you, Eric. I, I guess, do you say thank you? Yeah, no, it's great. You received a book I about the... To think about us in the, this time of all the other stuff. I Check hope there's on. a chapter about when he called into the show. <laughs> I mean, should be. We did it! <laughs> We're in a book! <laughs> He did say he partially authored one part of it, so maybe that's the part he You think that's what he did? Yeah. And then I called into this podcast and... Uh, Confused everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Deanne Smith is here. She's down from uh, Toronto, Canada. It's Dina. What the <laughs> fuck did I just say? <laughs> I said Deanne? Yeah. What the fuck? Am I, I'm all over my head now. No, it no, is Deanne. Deanne is correct. What is Deanne's she? Correct. She was joking. <laughs> you, you said Deanne. <laughs> Jesus, dude. This is the most polite <laughs> ass like that ever going to experience. Wow. I, I, I really didn't mean to trick him. I thought it was a fun game. Yeah, gag. I did. It seemed pretty straightforward. <laughs> we, now, we now see how Jimmy's brain really and truly works. I think it's fair. That's happened to me before. I hope you're all having fun. <laughs> <laughs> did you say hi to Elliot even? I'm not there yet. You just said, okay, Deanne Smith's here. I know, I'm, re- I'm resetting, letting everybody oh, know. okay, I thought you were moving on to her. Hang on, Deanne Smith is correct. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Remember we talked about the spelling, the capital A, all the whole thing. Yeah. D N D N. I'm the one that got it right. You got it right the first time. Yeah. yeah. Got it right. When it mattered. I screwed it up. Yeah, you you it was my it. own fear I projected onto you. <laughs> you come down here with that Canadian bullshit <laughs> and Brian Adams nonsense. Did, did anyone, when you were a kid, call you Deanny as a nickname? Just my mom. She would call you Deanny? Yeah. D was the thing. Oh, and I remember, like, when I was young, introducing myself to kids. It was like a, it was an anxiety-filled moment where I was just like, my name's Deanne, but my friends call me D. So it was kind of like, you decide. Are you my friend? Right, right. <laughs> What's going on? Did you get a lot of Deanne's back to you? <laughs> okay, Miss Smith, thank you very much. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Wasn't even on the table. It wasn't an option. <laughs> How you doing? Right. What the hell? No. Jesus. I don't I just looked over. I just saw him kind of staring into space. And He's thinking about knuckles. Dear Evan Hansen, obviously. Um, Do a little knuckle pop. Oh, yeah? Hey, here's a fun piece of trivia about um, about Dear Evan Hansen. Because my wife was looking into, like, if you were going to be him for Halloween, like that shirt uh, from the, the cast recording cover and in the show. That shirt that he wears in the show is a uh, Peter Millar. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Peter Millar is sponsor on our program from time yeah. to time. Which I think, I mean, I know you're not supposed to know that. That's not part of the story of the thing. But it uh, seems a little much for a high school kid who's uh, not popular to have a you think an would, expensive golf shirt. It's a very, Peter Millar is not inexpensive. Right. I felt the need to rework your sentence. <laughs> so anyway, I think, uh, I mean, they got the shirt they wanted, but at what cost, Jimmy? Probably $85. <laughs> Part of, yeah, probably 85 bucks for that. Uh, but if you use promo code PARDO, you can uh, get mm. something. Free shipping or <laughs> sure. maybe a percentage off. I forget what the deal is on that. Anyway, enjoy that shirt on Friday, Garen. I'll do my best. When am I going? Next week? When, when are we going? We're going the thir- 30th? 30th. Tuesday the 30th, I believe. Two weeks. That's yeah. when we're going, my wife and I. You're going Thursday? I'm going Wednesday. Oh, you're going Wednesday, and then yeah. Thursday we're going to see Halloween. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we have a little field trip going. We we're all ignoring the bed. We did not invite Elliot, right? <laughs> No, it was on the table. You didn't seem interested. At all. Uh, Why do I keep saying on the table, by the way? Like a weird brain disorder. I, uh, I, I, I mean, nobody explicitly said, hey, do you want to go? But it's not like you guys said it to each other. It was sort of, it was understood that if I had, well, I could have said, hey, maybe I'll get. I, I, I shoehorned into it. He, Jimmy was just talking to Garen about, hey, maybe I'll go with you. That sounds right. like fun to see with a group. And I was like, I'll go. Yeah. Like, no one asked me. It, it just, seemed like a perfectly natural interaction that I was present to, that you didn't go into another room to have. But you don't like scary movies, though, I'm right? not a scary movie. Yeah. Do you like scary movies? I do. Yeah. You're I, looking forward to this Halloween? Yeah, you know, I wasn't until now. I feel like I like them when I'm near them, but I don't actively seek them out. <laughs> so if you're walking by a movie theater and you sense that one is yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. you're like, ooh. Hey. <laughs> What's the last movie you saw then, scary or otherwise? Well, I, I definitely, was, A Quiet Place was a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. You guys got some tension. Yeah, I'm thinking it. the last scary movie I saw. There's a great... Um, there's a great series in Toronto called Guts for Laughs, where the comedians uh, talk over horror movies. Um, and so I got to see Troll 2 that way, which isn't really scary, but it's expanded my awareness of things scary. The last real movie I saw, oh, I was on a plane on the way here. And on planes, I take advantage to see movies I would never otherwise right. pay yeah. for. So it's kind of this free zone where there's no time or space and nothing matters. <laughs> and I saw a Book Club featuring... Diane Keaton. Yes. Oh, yeah. my friend. Candace Bergen, uh, somebody I don't know, and Jane Fonda. Who is the fourth? Oh, it's uh, it's not Jane Triplehorn. It's uh, I Jane like, Smart? No, it's 
Ted Danson's wife. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, Mary Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and she's she great, too. You know, if it was on TV on a Sunday afternoon, I think it's worth watching. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. There's no stakes in the movie, but well, there shouldn't be. They're is just, it, so they're they're just ve- older women trying to... <laughs> did you say they're all vegans? <laughs> That's what I, mean. I was... <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. It's not raunchy enough. It was my problem with it. Like, I wanted it to be more dangerous or something for them, and it was just so... Yeah. So I thought the most like realistic or fun part was um, Diane Keaton's older daughters trying to convince her that like she's so old and she needs to move in with them. And I thought that was very fun and real. And then the rest was just kind of older ladies reading books. They're all great. They're all great. It's just I wanted it to be like an older bridesmaids or something. And yeah. Right. They, they kind of advertised it that way. We talked about it at the time when yeah. you saw it. It was like they sold it as like, oh, these, these old ladies are getting raunchy. And, Which would have been great. Yeah. Would be. It would have been fantastic if they would have done something, but it was just safe. It's too safe. Too safe. You wanted more dangerous, you know. Yeah. Bangkok. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's very dangerous. Uh, Deanne, yes. you fly uh, Air Canada, American. Yes. Usually Air Canada. Air Canada. Yeah. You're, 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 that, you, you enjoy that airline. Pretty much. Do you? I've, Do you I, not? I, I've only uh, I only fly American these days. I see. Um, I, I'm taking an American flight. Tomorrow, because you're a patriot, to Milwaukee. You're going to Milwaukee? Yes. Do you think that there'll be movies on the flight? Because yeah. Air Canada always has movies. Is it to Chicago, then Milwaukee, or do you get a direct flight? Phoenix and then to Milwaukee. Oh, Phoenix I'm, to Milwaukee. I'm going to say you're going to get a screen. You think so? Yeah, I feel good about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. I don't okay. know about that first leg though. Maybe oh no, not. the first leg, you're not going to get anything. That's yeah. uh that's a little. Yeah, but yeah, I think you should. What is that? A two-hour flight, three-hour flight from uh, oh, Phoenix to Milwaukee? Yeah, it's not too long. It's got to be closer to three. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. You're only shaving off about forty-five minutes between here and Phoenix, so yeah, right. it's about a three-hour flight. I mean, three, three ten maybe. Right that area. I've never been to Milwaukee. That's where I'm going. Are I'm you? going to perform at an all-girls Catholic university. Whoa! I know. What's it called? Oh, I should know this. Something like Al Alverno. Something close to that. Do they know uh, anything about you? I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. I don't know if I'm supposed to tone it down or tone it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're going to do Sweet Home Alabama, you'll turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that doesn't, that seems like an odd booking. I, it does. Yeah. I feel like maybe just one of them maybe had seen me on the internet and was like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't be anything other than myself. So we'll just see how it goes. Right. You put the bow tie on, right? And then I get a, a little bit dirty at times. You know, we'll see. I don't know. Should, do you th- think I should do any... Um, do you think I should uh, do a bit of research on what's happening in Catholicism these days? So you're going to say, do you think I should do any abortions? <laughs> do they need any? I can perform one for them. Well, not just abortion jokes, but I'm ready to go in and really yeah, help well, out actually, where needed. I mean, I'll, I'll lighten the mood with a joke first, and then I will perform the abortion. Oh, that's, wow. That's a great book. That we got the right comic. Yeah. Isn't it kind of nuts that people are Catholics still? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, I, just in light I've heard of, it's very popular. Just in light of the bad press, you know what I mean. Yeah. I understand it. You know, like going back to our mother's smoking. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Like if you're in your 70s or 80s and you're still Catholic and you're like, you know, you're, you're you've been in your whole life. Yeah. But if you're 40, yeah. What, what are you, you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Which is not to say the religion doesn't have lovely aspects. I'm sure it does, but it's uh, kind of been ruined by pedophiles. No, burn it down, start over. Yeah. Call it a new thing. What would you like to call it? Um. Schmithsalicism. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't mean to put what, you on the spot. Yeah, I really did. What could we call it? 
Hmm. Well, I didn't have an answer either, so I threw it at you. How about Mary's witches? What let's the focus. Fuck? What's <laughs> happening? Let's focus more on Mary. Uh-huh. Let's let's make it feminist. Let's flip it all around. Let's throw yeah. some witches in there. I Mary's like, witches. I like the Mary's witches. Yeah. witches. All right, Elliot doesn't like it at all. I really got to workshop this material before I get to it. <laughs> and then, like, instead of Christmas being the like holiest day, then Halloween is the big thing, and you, yeah. everything works up to that. I like that. I don't like having Christmas in October. No, you don't. Well, I mean, there would be presents, obviously, but yeah, it's a little more. You could still have Christmas when it is. Mike's not on. <laughs> totally. Oh, it isn't on. Sorry, I coughed. Uh, you can still have Christmas. It's just instead of celebrating Jesus's birth, you celebrate Mary giving birth. But I wanted to be on Halloween for the witches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's hung up on the match. And you change the birth story. He pops out of the stomach alien style. <laughs> She's a virgin. Let's not right. ruin that area. Yes, the first section, exactly. <laughs> also, he, I think the they did some research where they figured out that he wasn't really born and went in December, oh, right? Ever? Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in July December. Or something. <laughs> I don't remember what the deal I don't know how they figured that out either. It's such a weird what thing. What child is this who's six months old? I think they explain it by like when the star was and like the the fact that they could be outside. Oh, the little star of Bethlehem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of it is great. Shaky stories. Oh, sure. Like, what do you? I mean, what do you basically? Like, what star? I mean, who knows? They could have that star could have been from some different event, and they were like, you know, that was cool. That star thing. Let's add that to this story, and then like punch it up a little bit. There definitely well, was a lot of punching up in the Christmas. Bible. Christmas is fun. No, I mean, uh, I'm not ruining it. Mid September apparently is too early October. Hmm. See, early October. Now we're getting there. Now we're getting into witchy yeah. season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, witchy woman. Uh, why don't we take a break? Yeah. Oh, good. I have to pee so bad. Oh, well, uh, you could have said something. I didn't know if I could. All right. Well, uh, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I have to pee so bad. All right. Well, not twice. Uh, <laughs> we're in America now. We have free speech here. You can say whatever you want. Uh, all right. Well, apparently we got to take a break because uh, Dan's got to go to the bathroom. We'll be back. <laughs> Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Deanne Smith is on Twitter at Deanne underscore Smith. That's D-E-A-N-N-E underscore Smith. You can also check out DeanneSmith.com for uh, upcoming dates. Uh, she doesn't have any right now, but uh, keep your eye on that uh, if you want to go see her live or find out more stuff about her at her website. Jimmy Pardo is going to be doing stand-up comedy this weekend, uh, October 19th and 20th at Flappers in Burbank. He is going to be at Penguins in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And uh, in between those two things, we are going to the East Coast. You know about this, right? Middle East and Cambridge, Mass. is sold out on the 25th of October. The Draft House in D.C. on the 26th of October also sold out. Uh, Zyder's American Dream Theater, not sold out as far as I know. That's October 27th matinee, 2 p.m. show uh, in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So come on down to Virginia and see us at Zyder's. Also, Jim- those are getting close. Oh, Jimmy heard they're getting close to selling out, so get up on it. Quick, quick. And also, he's doing stand-up that night. If you want to see Jimmy do stand-up at Ziders on the 27th, then uh, buy a ticket for both shows and save a little money. You can find a link to that uh, ticket sales situation right at nevernotfunny.com. Just click our tour link, and uh, you'll see future stuff that's coming up if you keep your eye on that, too. Also, Jimmy Pardo's uh, live dates can be found at jimmypardo.com. Click his tour link and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> 
And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, I, in the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid, it, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else. Right. No, that, oh, no, that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And... Uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So My passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire a uh, new sponsor matt <laughs> and one that i'm personally i'm, I'm serious this is uh, very exciting here's what happened yeah i posted a photograph on uh, uh twitter mm-hmm. of me listening to uh, the paul hardcastle uh 19 mm-hmm. and uh, said required listening for never not funny fans and and it had the u-turn turntable yep. which is what i have at my house yes u-turn saw that yep. they were very excited that i was a uh, customer and they said we're going to advertise on your podcast. Yeah. And I said, well, I've already been talking these things up. Yeah, you did. For As soon as you got that thing, you wouldn't shut up about it on and off air. I love the Orbit turntable. And I have the, I forget the, the name of the, uh, I have the special, I think is the, the one that I have, uh, which is the, I believe the maple uh, base with the, with the acrylic platter. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, all their tables, including the Orbit, which is what I have, they're elegantly designed and built by hand in Boston, Mass. Yeah. We're going there. We are. And you know what? Maybe we go get a tour of the Orbit. Uh, go say hi to them. Yeah, warehouse. Go say hello to Ben. Mm-hmm. 
Benz over there, who I've uh, had some conversation with. He's a good man. Uh, prices start at just $179. Now, here's the deal. These things, uh, I cannot say enough great things about my U-turn. Um, I love it to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sound is terrific. The uh, the stylus, you get choices of different stylus, whatever you want to put on there. Different, t- uh, you can put a little lever on there to lift your tone arm. Yeah, uh, you know the uh, the the cover mm-hmm. for the turntable. Yeah, uh, different colored bases. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a blue one, but I but I just uh, upgraded. Now I have the uh, the maple. Nice. I had a blue, which was beautiful. They have red. They have a uh, like a lime uh, neon lime greeny. So you can get a different base separate. You can buy that separately to just. Uh, or did you upgrade your whole? System? I upgraded everything. Okay. I upgraded. Uh, I got a new stylus and uh, mm-hmm. new tone arm and mm-hmm. the whole shot because that's how much I love the U turn. Yeah. Um, I was like, you know what? Uh, it's time for me to bump up. But you know what? That said, the one that I had beautiful is dynamite mm-hmm. and the deal with the u-turn is not unlike other products that we have here you are cutting out the middleman yeah. so there are it is the same i don't want to say the company name but there is one out there that is a little bit of a project and uh one is the loneliest number uh they are a very expensive turntable uh equal if not better mm-hmm. for uh for much less orbit uh, and u-turn now listen let me tell you a little bit they got an external belt drive and an isolated motor that keeps the noise out of your music. That's the beauty, too. This thing is, is noiseless. Mm-hmm. There's no noise. Frictionless bearings ensure dead-on speed accuracy. There's no question that these turntables deliver a high level of performance. I speak, I was listening to it today. I was listening to the Steve Perry album today mm-hmm. and loved it. Loved the sound I was getting mm. out of my U-turn orbit. They are totally customizable, as I mentioned. Hundreds of configurations available. Uh, they are stupidly simple to set up and use, and that's true. If moron Jimmy Pardo can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Comes in a great box. You open it up, and it's fun putting it together because it, it does. You put the little platter on, mm-hmm. and it feels like you're building something when in reality you're putting three things on there. <laughs> right, but it does feel like you're part that's of it. That's why I was asking. Uh, can you buy one piece? What do you mean? Like if you wanted, if you bought the basic platter, yeah. and then you go, hey, you know what? I want now. I want to upgrade to the acrylic. Yes, sir. Like I don't need a whole new turntable. I yeah. just want to change this. And they go, so you can you, buy that separate, and you can buy slip mats. You can upgrade the yeah. the, the the your stylus, your cartridge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you obviously you could buy uh, replacement belts because mm-hmm. uh, you know, over time your belt's gonna sure. Uh, but I, I believe you get two in the package when you first get your uh, your nice. first uh, uh, unit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said unit. Uh, if you, uh, and here's the thing. It's very easy, but if you do run into any questions, U-Turns, industry-leading customer support is there to help. There's even a two-year warranty on all products. Wow. Cannot, and I mean this sincerely, I cannot say enough great things about the U-Turn turntable. Christmas right around the corner is a good time to uh, maybe get that. Now, listen, this is uh, what's happening right now. U-Turn is offering listeners free shipping in the U.S. with any order. Nice. You go to, and you know, it's heavy. Turntable's heavy, so you're saving yeah, some money here. Right, that's a big... Go to uturnaudio.com, use the code PARDO at checkout. Go to uturnaudio.com, use the code PARDO, and you're going to get free shipping in the U.S. Uh, I love it. Uh, the uh, um, It looks good. Danielle was like, hey, you got a new... Oliver's like, Dad got another turntable? He thinks I made him money. <laughs> And uh, Oliver, uh, Danielle explained, well, Dad just upgraded. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he put the other one in a shredder because nobody should have to use that one. Uh, <laughs> Jeez Louise. I hand it down. I gave my old one to our friend who's sitting right over there, Garen Cockrell. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he gets that set up, I'm sure he's going to rave about it, too. Because uh, I had the brand that he had that I will not give that brand name, but the initials are A.T. And uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, this thing, it blows it away. Uh, mm-hmm. Get the U-turn. Anyway, I, that, enough. I love it. 
Take advantage of this free shipping. You turn turntables. You turn the official turntable of Never Not Funny. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Deanne Smith is with us here. She just went and used the facilities. I, I did not want to take a break. We were forced to take a break. <laughs> uh, but luckily, we had commercials to fill that uh, that uh, that downtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition, of course, the power going out earlier. I guess Deanne could have gone to the bathroom during that, but she chose not to. She <laughs> chose to wait and disrupt our entire program. It's Diana. <laughs> don't, do this to me. don't do it. I don't, I, don't, I don't like this bit at all. Because <laughs> now I'm going to be wrong. I, and I've never been wrong about this. About I, anything? I, no, no. I've been, I've been wrong about many, many things. Yeah. Many, many things. All right, let's check in with Captain Clunk. He's back there uh, behind the uh, Mission Control. That's Elliot oh. Hogberg. Elliot uh, May or may not have lost some uh, footage. Is that when the power went out? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 I, I, it looks like I'm fine because I hit the play on it, and it seemed like at least at least uh, some footage is there. But no. I had a big question mark when a gray box, and if I see that instead of a still frame of video, then it makes me worried. The worry. And now, do we know if that was wind related? We don't know why the the power went I out. Assume it's wind know. related. Yeah, I got to assume. It felt wind wind related. Yeah, there's outages apparently going on all over the place, so it sounds windy. You think it's a rolling wind outage? The rolling wind outage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which were great. I saw my Bonnaroo last year. They were fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. They were fantastic. fantastic. Wow. That's, oh, I like that. That's how, good, that's how good they were. One notch above fantastic. That's yeah. right. That's fantastic. also my favorite cleaning product of the house. Fantastic. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's, like, it's like fantastic plus monastic. It's like you're praying to them. They're so good. Fantastic. Bring the, the cricket in. Come on. Where's the cricket? <laughs> fantastic. What happened with you over the weekend? Anything? Uh, played some games. Went to the Magic Castle. Oh, you went to the castle? I did. I haven't been in a while. It's great, right? Yeah. It's always uh, great. Have you done that yet, Dan? No, but I'd like to. I feel like I can't be far from an invite. Can you get invited? Do you have to pay? How does it uh, You do have to be invited by a, a, a member. Right, right. And right. you may have to pay. But if oh, you, and you have to pay, too? Some, sometimes. It, as, as I understand it, members have a certain number of uh, comps that they can provide. And then beyond that, uh, the people you invite would have to. Have to. What do you pay? I think it's $35. <laughs> That's Do you think it song. matters the level of of member? magic? Yeah, because I've never had to pay. Is it like a? I've, never I've been twice. Do you eat dinner and watch magic, you or can't. just uh, not at the same time? Oh, okay. Yeah, you sit down for it's like dangerous. a weird, like a wedding type of uh, uh, dinner. Yeah, and then you're escorted out of that room, and then you can go where you want. That yeah. sounds pretty fun. You'd think they would make it little dinner showy like a, like a like a switch so for you're in dinner and then all of a sudden here's the show yes like a little you know razzmatazz yeah, you wouldn't want to do it mm. at the exact same time because you're looking at your your uh your mm. prime rib or whatever you're not going to see the did you eat while you were there or did you just go for the show i did have some food i had a uh, i had a prime rib sandwich get the prime rib the sandwich they do a good job who was just there was it babco who was just there and yep. was raving about mm-hmm. the food and, uh, and Elliot did a, a, his own magic trick. He made that sandwich disappear. <laughs> Come on, do you guys. Think we, do you think one the of the people in the group I was in didn't make a joke similar to that? You would be wrong. So what kind? What tricks blew your mind? Um, there were a lot of nice card tricks. Uh, our, our our host uh, uh, Brian Markinson uh, is a really good with card tricks, and he showed us some card tricks that are. He says they're designed to fool other magicians, and wow. it's ridiculous. There's one where. He basically is able to, um, the shtick is that he memorizes a random uh, shuffling of cards. And at the, at the punchline of it, I mean, we don't know how he did it. But he, he would appear to have memorized the cards. So he recites all 52? Not all 52. Okay. He recites, he rec- he's, he's able to find, I don't want to spoil his thing, but he's able, it, 
you are convinced that he did in fact memorize the wow. It's it's uh, that was pretty good. Um, and then we that saw. Sounds like just a feat of human mind more than like pure <laughs> well, so, magic. Well, here's the thing. So so you go th- he goes through all the cards in like thirty seconds. So mm-hmm. yes, that would be impressive if that's what he did. I'd like to see this trick because I'm not going to lie. You you explaining it is not very clear to me. That's yeah, fair. He's like yeah. pulling him out of his mouth and then reciting him. I don't want to. I mean, wow. No offense, but it, it's it, like you telling us that trick is almost as bad as Garen talking about his dream. That's how <laughs> unsatisfying your story is. Well, yeah. imagine dreaming it. <laughs> but we, but, but he couldn't get a Dr. Asked. Pepper. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the, Deanne asked. The, the other, I shook my head, I sadly. Encouraged, <laughs> I encouraged. I encouraged. <laughs> the, the other, the other uh, act, I, and, and Brian says that those tricks that he does for other mu- magicians, they're not necessarily designed for a regular audience because they're designed to make magicians go, what the heck did you do? Because I right. can't figure out how you did it. As opposed to real people being entertained. But if it, uh, but it, if it, in, in a certain sense, yes. But if it fools a magician, that's got to be amazing. Like, yes. That's like exactly. if you see a comedian who's making other comedians laugh, that's that's a good comedian. You're right, welcome. But, but, a back of the room trick. Yeah. yeah. Right. And but, as a reminder, you don't fool with Mother Nature. There you go. Uh, the other the other act I saw that I was really impressed with is there was a um, like a mentalist act. So uh, uh, I wish I it's he recited every episode of the Mentalist. <laughs> <laughs> they're called the they're called the. Uh, uh, oh, so good they just plucked the name right out of your head. Basically, rollers. No, it's it's it, the word mentalist is in there. It's it's. Not some mentalists. It's um, oh man, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll find it. But um, they're just the idea that they were able to come up with these facts about people and the way they did it. Like some of them, I figured eh, maybe I can figure it out. But there's like two or three things they did. It was like I have no idea. And they actually fooled Penn and Teller uh, oh, on the show. The sentimentalists. That's what they're called. The sentimentalists. Yeah, I like I that. Saw them. They were idea. they were very good. Cool. I like when they get fooled on that show. I like that show that fool the fool them or fool them, fool us, go fool you, fool fuck yourself. That's what it's called in UK. I enjoy it with the with the wonderful host Allison Hannigan, who very natural hosting abilities. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Oh, she's horrible. Okay, hasn't gotten better. She's been doing it for a while. No, she hasn't gotten better. Nope. you'd think you'd think that, Garen, but nope. There's no evidence of that. What's the situation? Wooden. What, what, in what ways? In what ways is it bad? Seems to be uh, not even present. Okay, vacant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It just not uh, not a, not a good host. Not a good host. She's a very funny comedic actress. Yeah. But I mean, when you have the opportunity to have a superstar like Alison Hannigan host your show, I wonder. You if don't she, pass it up. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wondered if she was on Cameo. Oh, that's a great question. Well, look it up. Look she might be a little too big for Cameo. What can we get her to do for us? What's the most famous person on Cameo? Yeah, are, I mean, are they ranked? Are they ranked? That would be the that would be bad. I wouldn't join ranked. it if they were ranked. So far, I know Snooky and Nicole Blonsky. What's her name? Nikki Blonsky. Nikki Blonsky. Nikki Blonsky. She played uh, the hairspray. Yeah, Nick, Nick, Nikki's short for Nicole. <laughs> Happen to know her family. It doesn't look like she's on. <laughs> Blonsky's out. <laughs> oh no, no. no, Alex. Like Allison Hannigan is not on cameo. But like on the front page, who's the who's the what's the biggest name? Let's, the let's pop it in. Okay. All right, Desiree's getting a shout out. Yeah. We're giving Cameo a lot of heat today. They're, they are not a sponsor. No. They are not a sponsor. It'd be crazy if he went on there and like, oh, Barack Obama's on here. My <laughs> <laughs> brother. Featured, oh. you got a Perez Hilton. Uh, TJ Lavin. Who's Lavin? Lavin's on Michael there. Michael Bean just joined. <laughs> Michael Bean, wow. Who's He's, Michael Bean? He was the, Mr. Bean's son. <laughs> he is in The Terminator, the first Oh, Terminator. that guy. Yeah, he plays Reese. Chumley. 
Oh God! From Pawn Stars. I'm Tyrone. All right. What, wait. Hang on. What is Chumley? I'm gonna I'm gonna predict seventy five dollars for Chumley. Oh no! I you think it's, it's higher. I bet it's five hundred dollars. Yeah, because Pawn Stars. Hang is on. Oh, Here we go. Shoot. Wait. No. No. Uh, that, that's not my real guess. Then. All right, <laughs> if we're wait. really. Oh. Gamble? I will. You said, what did you say? Well, we need a dollar from you. Okay, I... Do you have a dollar? Yeah, yes. All right, well, that'll, that's your proxy dollar. Then you'll pay a real dollar. Elliot, can you download this app? Maybe. I can't I see, and I don't know if that's because I'm marked as talent or not. <laughs> fuck you. That's what you're marked I, that's at. That's a serious you're question. Mark, you're marked at. Go fuck yourself. I don't you're know if, if I'm allowed to book. Give me the option. Well, don't. If you're gonna do that, Elliot, then don't. I have don't, to get visuals on Chumley. Can't you do it on your web browser? Like, is, is it? Uh, you know what? I'll try that too. Well, let me put my bet in first. Okay. Yeah. What are you guessing? I'm gonna guess seventy. Oh! Seventy-five. Oh, this guy. Chumley from Pawn Stars. Ugh. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say seventy-five? I said seventy-five. Oh shit! I'll go eighty-five. I'm gonna say two hundred. <sighs> I'm going to go higher. Okay. I'm going to go 300. Uh, did Elliot, you put yours in yet? Uh, <laughs> I did put it. It'd be funny if you actually yet. looking at the answer. Oh, no. I had to see who he was, though. <laughs> what did Deanne say? I said 300. I just thought I'd go the highest. I, I'm going to go with Matt's instinct. I'm going to go with 500. Damn. We got By the way, I, I, two, I, three, five. I know I said 75. What did you say, Garen? 85. I'm going to say I'm going to go with 225, but I'm sticking with my 75. Okay. But Matt, no, what? What did you say, Matt? <laughs> I said, but I said two. I said two hundred. My backup bet is two twenty-five. But you're, get bet, you're up, betting seventy-five, but you think it's two twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's more important to be right than to win money. <laughs> you're just gonna stick it on both sides. I'm, no, I'm standing by my bet. I'm standing right. by my initial okay. oh, oh, bet. So, but if you could change it, you would. If I could change it, I would change it to two twenty-five. But you're being a man of honor. That's exactly right. I am a man who will fight for your honor. I'll be the hero that you're dreaming of. True or false? That song was originally written for Rocky Four, and then uh, the money wasn't right, so then he brought it over to uh, the Karate Kid. True or false? True. No, false. Fun story I just made up. <laughs> it was actually no. Rocky Five. Hundred percent true. Chumley. Here we go. You found it. Yeah, on, I got it on the internet. You found it. Yeah. Here we go. Chumley gets Chumley, of course, from yeah. Pawn Stars. Mm -hmm. The uh, very. Talented, non <laughs> uh, charismatic. Yeah, here's yeah. his intro. Okay, hi, I'm Chum Lee here, waiting to sing happy birthday or leave an inspirational message to friend. To friend, I could give you a shout out or whatever you have in mind. I All like right. him. He's By open. the way, this guy probably makes thousands of dollars for like personal appearances and stuff. No question, but. He could also be a guy who's like, hey, I'll do it for 20. Like, he doesn't, might not care. Like, he, he probably could charge more and doesn't, or he does charge a lot. And it's like, what the fuck? And, but maybe some people do pay it. I don't know. Most what I'm saying is I'm questioning my own <laughs> No, we really don't know. He's yeah. got 4.9 stars out of, out of 152 reactions. I'm starting to like this guy. 4.9 out of 5? Yep. So that means 152 people have paid him to make a message for them. Okay. So I'm going to go with the low. I'm going to stick with my $75. You might be right. I think you're in the money, but what What did you say, Garen? What was your bet? 85? Mine was 85. Okay. All right. Garen Cockrell, let's reveal how much Chumley charges for a happy birthday shout out. Chumley. This, this is on Cameo. Dude. On Cameo. Not a sponsor. 
$65. No! $65! Fuck. You, that was you what got I was going to say after you said you said $75. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Let me give you one of my chips. I gave you a... I think I gave you something else. Who'd you give me? I got, I a, I, I got a Garen. I got a guest. I got a guest. I got a guest. One of those was mine. One of the guests. And I got an Elliot. All right, there we go. You owe me one dollar. I know. I feel like we should use our own chips up until we don't. I meant to, and I forgot. Because somebody gave me, I I got three Garens on the last one. I think that was me. We can. I'll trade you. Okay. Okay. Here you go. Seems like an off the air switch. All right, (laughs) throw that back. All right, Deanne Smith is here. She's uh, taking time away. She's going to a Catholic school tomorrow to perform standing up comedy. Uh, I worked with her in Toronto, Canada, where she. uh, very kindly open for me. It was very, very funny. Yeah. And should be, uh, I should be opening for her. That's how I felt that show went. Uh, I was at that show, or one of them. Yeah. And I agree. She's great. Hey, what part do you agree with? Guys. I'm, that she's great. Not she's about great. She's, she's great. She's hysterical. Yeah. It's Deneen. <laughs> I really want to stop. I can't stop. <laughs> oh, no. God. Well, now she gets to keep that. I almost, I, you get the key. <laughs> I almost broke your globe, and I'm sorry. I, well. It bounced off it, and you're it, not worried about the human being you hit yeah. with hard You're really good at chips. whitting this stuff. It I like it. Hurt. It didn't hurt. Did it hurt at all? No. It hurt in like a good way, you know? Like a little bit of like oh, whip. Like yeah. you can feel it after. That's, I'm that's the yeah. tattoo addict talking. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Do you get the numbing cream, or you just go all in on the I didn't uh, know there was a numbing cream. I go all in that's part of it i think is like your body gets flooded with whatever kind of chemicals get warm right yeah. like i remember feeling warm and it was but like, then aren't you kind of high after for a while yeah it does give kind you a of little floating around mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. Yeah, weird how I, big ears are the size of a quarter but it, it was all phil like it's i, I got you got pictures of phil rosenthal <laughs> yeah, it's all phil oh, rosenthal cool. um, <laughs> why don't you get that redone because i don't care yeah that's a little faded you, you could know, get i know it it's faded though. i got it 20 something years ago get it redone just for the experience yeah i'm with i'm with Deanne on that i love the experience there's been four different Spider-Men since you've gotten that done. So what do I do? do I, I have to at least wait for the uh, enter, enter the Spider-Verse to come out, and then I'll decide which was my favorite. Why don't you go with like a pop head and just do it like a cover-up? Like this guy? Are yeah, it's like that. Go with that. Because that's a great tattoo. Pop head. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like a, one of those candies. Pez. A Pez. A Pez. Yeah, that's a that, that would actually, be cool. That too. would be that a is cool a good tattoo. tattoo yeah. A Pez. Yeah, that is a good idea. It's two in one, really. I yeah. love it. I love Spider Man and candy. <laughs> I like candy. <laughs> what uh, is your problem? Yeah, what the fuck's your deal? <laughs> Why won't you get that? I'd like to see that brightened up. All right, I'll give me a sharpie. I'll uh, take care of it for you. You're afraid. No, I'm not afraid. It I sounds just like don't you're afraid. Care. It's like a waste of money. But, I for you, but, but for your kids to like see you with a swimming hole, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Deep when Tennessee. Take, uh, yeah. When you take off your shirt at the swimming hole, when yeah. you take the kids cricket hunting. Well, of course, <laughs> uh, you have to take your shirt off when you go cricket hunting because you just feel them. Don't you want the color? You don't want the color. You don't care. No, I don't care. I like the the. Re- I got the black costume face because it's the. In the in the top left corner of Marvel Comics, they have the little square with a thing in it. And the era that I read Marvel and, and Spider-Man a lot, it was that. That was the... Oh, so that's not supposed to be red. Mid to late 80s. No, it's black. Yeah, I just thought it was... I thought it was so faded. <laughs> no, it's That, like, somehow it even went from red to gray. It's the black costume before uh, the black costume became associated with ve- Venom and evil. Right. You didn't see Venom. No. You saw Venom. And you liked it. Fine. Fine. Just Guys, fine. this is crazy, but you said you don't care. Yeah. Do you not care enough to auction off a Spider-Man design for charity and then get it done during the podcast? Huh. During the podcast? 
Now, who wins there? <laughs> I know <laughs> theoretically the charity does, and I do, but like, why? I don't know. That's interesting. Why would someone why want would to decide what goes on, on your arm? Yeah. I don't know, just because it's fun and I they have like a last, lasting impact. So I, I say it's got to be Spider Man, uh-huh. but then the winning bidder gets to pick from any Spider-Man or they draw it out. I don't know. I haven't really, we're, we're, we're working <laughs> this out together. Yeah, right let's now. let's yeah. figure it out. Let's Submit your design and the winner. Yeah, so they design it. That'd be cool. Submit your design. Just give them size specifications so you end up with some. And submit your design is good because it's going to weed out like jokingly crappy ones. So I get a bunch of submissions. Then I, then the auction happens and people. I don't know where the money comes (laughs) in. I don't don't know where the auction comes in. I just know you guys are big on charity. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we care about that. And I want you to get tattooed and I'm trying to bring it all together. Yeah, I I, I do too. And I I love the idea for like one hour of podcastathon that you're getting. uh, Getting it. But that's more than a one hour tattoo. Well, it well be, not if it's like no, a little... No, it's just the face. If it's just a touch-up of that, that will take an hour. But if you're going to yeah. go with something new, yeah, that could be a three to six hour. Mm. No, not, not that small. Depends, though. I don't Depends if you're willing to go... The first time. I think you need to consult an expert on that. To really know. But here's what I think. You have people submit designs, and then you, you get to pick the top five that you would not have a problem with having on you mm-hmm. and then maybe there's a vote that happens from the fans and then that person why is this got to be 45 levels then then no, again the, the solution <laughs> is that they're all up for auction and the one with the highest winning bid uh, wins yes. so that's what gets t- and then you're still I getting see. money for all the other ones as well right. so the, the uh, you, wins. but so but then like if you're someone who's bidding on that Wait, so there's five auctions. Mm-hmm. You're bidding on the one, the design you want me to get. Yeah. Right. And then what happens to the other four, they, the other four people? They're still. But what do they, they don't get it. They would get the, like a printout or whatever. Okay, so like, like we'll a make a poster print. of each thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is getting intricate, but it's so complicated. Like Can we all agree this isn't happening? Yeah, yeah this Aww. is not. Because my concern is Matt ends up with like a duck underneath his. No, no, no. Spider- they're all Spider Man related. No, no, they're like all Spider Man. There's no duck. There. Maybe it's Spider Duck. Or Spider Duck. He's ham. not going to pick Spider Duck. He's not going to pick Spider Duck. By the way, I cannot wait for Spider Ham <laughs> in that Spider Verse. I didn't know he was in it until I just saw the new standee or the poster or whatever. Is it Spider Ham? Spider Ham. Yeah. It's what is John this? Mulaney. It's a real thing. In the eight- oh, it is? Yes. In the 80s, they launched this thing. Well, what was the name of that? There was like a sub imprint of Marvel Comics that was like more jokey, like kind of Looney Tune style. Yeah. And they created a whole comic book called Spider-Ham. And it was the exact same premise as Spider-Man, except it was Peter Porker instead of Peter Parker. And he was a pig who was also Spider-Ham. He fought crime, had the strength of a spider and could climb walls. But he was he was a he looked like a cartoon pig. Oh, my gosh. I like it. All humans were pigs, I believe, in that world. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a world of like anthropomorphized pigs and and like 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 cars. Yeah, like cars, yeah, yeah. But, but with pigs. <laughs> anyway, there, there's this new animated Spider-Man movie coming out called the Enter the Spider-Verse or whatever, and there's all different Spider-Mans from different universes in it together, and so they found a way to get Spider-Ham in there. That sounds really fun, actually. Yeah. Star Comics. Star I, Comics, I think my you. buddy John Mulaney's got a voice in that. <laughs> I think he does Spider-Ham, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm being told. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Follow for up. Movie. Not my buddy. <laughs> 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 Haven't talked to John since uh, former fan of this podcast. We assume he's no longer listening. <laughs> God, what did he do? He was our very first fan letter. Really? It was from John Mulaney. In 2006, we got a letter from a, a boy in Chicago named John Mulaney. A young John Mulaney. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. Yep. And look at him now. <laughs> look at him now. 
Huh. Winning awards. The Emmy winning. Emmy winning John Mulaney. It was a very well written letter. Yeah. Yes, he was. Sure was. Gosh, the penmanship. Do you guys yeah. take a little bit of credit for the Emmy? A little bit? For shaping oh, the comedic course. mind of? I, 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 We'd be how crazy cool. not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course we do. Yeah. There's no question. You could see the influence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still listens. You think he does? I think he still I'd bet a thousand dollars he doesn't. You write a fan letter to somebody, you stick with them. That's what I think. I don't know. I once wrote a letter to Christy McNichol. <laughs> I haven't Good watched choice. any of her work in well, ages. You probably realized the truth at some point, and that got you off the market or off the wagon or whatever. You realized you didn't have a shot not. with her, then you bailed. Yeah. You, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. I, I just don't think I found Empty Nest all that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think that's what happened. Good. When the dog is the best part of a sitcom, you know yeah. it's not a good sitcom. David Leisure popping in over for four lines. <laughs> the great Richard Mulligan. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, Dean, not Dina. Uh, Deanne. Deanne. <laughs> not you, the, the actress. You're talking about the other daughter? Yeah. I don't remember. Give me the initials, Karen. I have no idea. An Empty Nest? Christmas, uh, oh, oh, I'm going to pull it. God damn it. I can't even picture her. Never mind. I can. You're talking the redhead, right? The sister. DM. It, uh, it is. Dina Manoff. Dina. Ma- Dina yeah. Yeah. Dina Man- Manoff. Dina Manoff. I did not know. There that. we go. Everything all right over there? Yeah, I just want to look at the emptiness, people. Yeah, take a look. You're going to enjoy it. I'd like to look at that, too, because I can't picture most of them. Oh, it's only coming up emptiness syndrome. I really got to go emptiness television. Oh, yeah. Boy. Spin off it's of not, the Golden Girls. not searched too often on Google. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a lot of requests for emptiness cast photo. Can I, anybody name the spin off of emptiness? Yes. Nurses. Well, I'm only now because I just looked it up. Was it nurses? Nurses. Good thing I didn't With, put a uh, in my pocket. Which, which uh, wait, Stephanie Hodge, right? Wasn't Stephanie Hodge the star of that? I don't remember her name, but she was the sassy yeah. side character. Let you choose. Oh, thank you, thank you. Was it Stephanie Hodge, the star of uh, Nurses? Uh, yeah. But is it telling me that Empty Nest was a spinoff of Golden Girls? Yes. yes that's yeah, right. true. They all existed in the same Yeah, universe. it is telling you that. It is telling me that. Yeah, okay. I remember her. Wait, here's a picture with Estelle Getty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on Wasn't the show the often. But this is a cast photo of Empty Nest, and Estelle Getty's just standing there. That's so random. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a prank. Take a look at this, see if I'm happy with it. Oh, this is after Christy. Remember Christy left? Wait, did Estelle Getty join them after? No, they didn't continue after Golden Girls ended, did it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then so did, did Estelle this. Getty hop over? And what's her name? Park Overall? Wasn't that the. Yes. Uh, yeah, she was great. And it looks like what's her name was on there? Uh, Marsha Warfield course it was an 80s sitcom she had to be in it contractually <laughs> yeah this is this is uh, post uh, christy remember when christy had a little bit of a mental uh, mm-hmm. breakdown i don't vaguely she, she, she i believe she quit Wait. the show let's see the picture okay so i know it's your phone but i'm hugging it no please Here have it i just was she was at the hollywood does that was it last weekend or is it this weekend the, that hollywood show where you go and uh, you get a table and you get uh, uh, sign she was at that and i contemplated going and then realized that's sadder than her sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. could be like, hey, I wrote you a letter. Wrote your you. letter when you, uh, you were living at the Oakwoods uh, with uh, my, remember my grandma Pardo? You, you met her? Remember that? Grandma <laughs> K, K Pardo? <laughs> remember that? And they were, she was friends with your mom. And that's kind of why we, I thought we could be pen pals. And you never wrote me back. Remember that? She seems like the perfect person who should be doing some new sitcom kind of thing. Right. Like she like, should have her own. Yeah, she was always resurgence. great, great yeah. actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. and her brother Jimmy, loaded with talent. What huh? was she Ooh. best known for? Family. And, and then uh, was it Little Foxes with the that she was in? Was that the name of the Little Darlings? Little Darlings. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. She was and we movie. have vague recollections of Christy. And then Empty Nest. She was very yeah. popular in Empty Nest. But families were. Uh, 
I fell in love with her. Were you like, a young boy? Oh yes, yes yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Was, wait, who? She wasn't on Kate and Allie. That was someone else. No way, man. Who was I that? feel like Jodie Foster kind of showed up and kind of stole her because they both her have spots. that sort of cute tomboyish look to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jodie Foster just rocketed it up, and that kind of maybe eclipsed, eclipsed her a little bit. Eclipsed the McNichol. Yeah. But she had, I mean, Jodie Foster dropped out of show business for a few years to go to college and everything. That was her chance. Why, why did McNichol capitalize? She did. Empty Nest. <laughs> okay. But when she was on Empty Nest, that's when, uh, the, you know, Jodie Foster was winning Academy Awards for The I Accused. Think, and I, Christy never stopped working until she wanted to stop working. All right. That's my Christy. You leave her alone. <laughs> leave her alone. All right, I'm going to talk to her at the at a at Marriott this weekend. And found with her over this. Enjoy. She had an album. She and her brother put an album out. Who is this Jimmy McNichol you're talking That's about? That's her brother. What What did he do? It, it was a, it was an album. It was a gatefold, and then you would open up, and it was uh, I want to say her on his shoulders was the uh, oh. album cover. That's a bit much a for a brother gatefold? sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a little Jolie situation. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, Wait, so it was a vertical gatefold? Yeah. Okay. And did he also act? I believe Jimmy did act a little bit, but he was uh, he also painfully did like talk shows and doing a song and dance stuff like as a kid, just precocious and Ugh. you wanted to yeah you wanted to murder him. <laughs> no, thank you. Right. That's funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was in Gunsmoke, Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, see? Shazam. Oh, okay. Little House on the Prairie. He played Kelly Martin in Shazam, which is interesting. Yeah, that's a real person's name. <laughs> well, Kelly Martin was from 90210. 90210. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it's interesting. Well, I thought it was uh, the girl from uh, uh, Life Goes On. It may also be that. What's her name? No, that was. No, it is Kelly Martin. Yeah, it's Kelly Martin. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. It is a real person's name and an, another fictional character's it's, name. It's. Dig deep, guys. It's never ending. He was what? in General Hospital. Yeah, the great Jimmy McNichol. Maybe that's why you saw him. Nope. You're a fan. <laughs> you follow his work. You wrote him a letter. Hey, uh, your sister turned me down. Maybe you and I could be friends. Your sister doesn't want to be my buddy. Maybe you and I could hang out. My, my grandmother knows your, your mom. What if he took that letter because he was so enraged by her getting so much fan mail? Oh, it could he took be. It. Maybe she never got it. Maybe. He's got it framed in his wall. I sent it right to the house, too. You, know, you have to go talk to her. I'm gonna let her know. Maybe she still has a letter. I'd like to think she does. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, remember of course she does. her brother? Remember that guy that wrote me a letter? He's You'd be crazy a... if she didn't have it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to end this. Yeah. You have a dog to get to. I do have a dog to get to. You also got to stop over at the Omnipop, you said. Yeah. Uh, fill out some paperwork I've been neglecting. All right. I'll tell all of them I said hello. I will. Um, all right. Hang on. We play a game on this show called uh, Sevens. Dan, you're familiar with Pyramid? $25,000. Yes, 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 yes. Similar to that. One thing we Let's play sevens. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yes. Here's your categories. Okay. Oh, no. I uh, itch my nose, and then... Uh, the faster you get them, the more points you get. Okay. And there's no passing. You just wait for it to run out, because if you only have seven seconds to get each one. I'm genuinely nervous about this right if now. seven seconds passes, then you're on to the next one. Okay, okay. You got movies, TV shows, celebrities, music. You guys have already referenced so much, so I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I've just been playing along. These are over. These are over. Just, just over. I was looking for a moment to crowbar in a reference to Bugsy Malone. Oh, yeah. Jodie Foster's all-child gangster musical, but mm-hmm. I... The moment passed. You blew it. I, I blew it. You blew it. You let everybody down. So I pick the categories or these are Music the categories? Music by who, by the way? Music by who and Bugsy Malone? <sighs> See? I don't know. I, 
know. You know I know. Yeah. Well, oh, well, then it's got to be your buddy, um, the Rainbow Connection. Uh, that's right. Williams. Paul Williams. Paul Williams. As a reminder, not my buddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got 70s music, 80s music, 90s music, 2000 music, or just those decades. Maybe you want to do trivia from the 70s, 80s, 90s, or 2000s. Maybe you want to do stand-ups. Maybe you want to do superheroes. Maybe you want to do movies, action movies, comedy movies, rom-com, movies, award winners. Can I see where I stand with the 90s? 90s what? Just the decade? Yeah. Hey. Here we go. Want me to do it? No, I do not. Okay. I want to see how bad I am. But I want you to fill in if I don't know what I'm doing. No. (laughs) No. You You can't answer for me? First round, no. No, no, no. We got to go. Got to be legit. Go clean. Here it comes. All right. All right. You ready? I'm going to give you clues. Yes. Here we go. Uh, This is a a Billy Corgan's band. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. Uh, They go off the cliff in a car, these two ladies. Thelma and Louise. Yes. Uh, 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 Damn it, they're a punk band, but I can't follow the- Green Day. Yes. Uh, 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 Hunter S. Thompson, his book and movie. This is Naked Lunch. No, God. Uh, 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 <laughs> next one. Uh, when you stay at somebody's home, you are considered a guest, a, a uh, intruder. A, well, what's another word? Uh, next one. Smelly fish. Uh, this is a, uh, a the red puppet from Sesame Street, and you. Elmo. But it's a toy. That, uh, oh, talking Elmo. No, Tickle me Elmo. Next one. Tickle me Elmo. I don't know what this is. This is um. What is that? Don't, oh, no, no, it, you can't. You can't. Uh, it was a children's game show uh, oh, yeah. where you ran through. Uh, oh, I know it, but I can't think of the name like of it. Looks like Indiana Jones. Oh, that's uh, Legends of the Forbidden Temple or Hidden, Hidden Temple. Hidden Temple. Okay, I absolutely did not know that. You got Tickle Me Elmo too late. House Guest was the How, other one. I don't know that Martin at all. Queen Latifah film. If okay, I okay. Right. Fair and Loathing in Las Vegas. Is that, oh. is that not? Hem- that's Hunter S. Thompson. You're correct. Is Hunter S. Thompson Naked Lunch? No, that. Wait, Burroughs. Is that? No, I think who, it's, who wrote I think Naked it's Lunch? It's, yeah, that's bros. That was way off. Green Day, you got. I, that was exciting. I, I locked up on Green Day. I, I think that's I, fair. But you were like, punk band. And I'm like. That was good. Yeah, yeah 90s punk fun. band, band. And then uh, the other ones you got. So eight. Eight out of? <laughs> you got a total of eight points. That's not bad. That well, sounds good. The high score is 33. <laughs> you should know this. It's bad. Under 10 <laughs> is right, considered here, you do, bad. You do 90s, Matt. <laughs> I, 90s again? Yeah. No, 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 yeah, do she seems to be uh, later okay. than nine. I think seem to be able to do it. Nineties again. Here we right. go. You're gonna get better clues. Right okay, okay. Now. We are we roughly go. the same. Those age. were great clues. I'm older. <laughs> I'd like to pretend I'm your age, but I'm not. I'm just really gonna focus. I don't know what this is. When you call somebody and you're, we're talking about Prank Garen. Calls, Get, pranksters. What was Garen talking about with his uh, dream? In, yeah. Okay. Well. Um, oh, this guy was on Full House. He's also a comedian. He's John very Samos. Filthy. Oh, yeah. the other guy. Yeah, the main guy. He's <laughs> main dad. Okay. Uh, this is the Linklater movie from. It's based in the '70s, and Matthew McConaughey got a start in this movie. I mean, I know I should know. Jimmy's looking at me expectantly. Uh, the bus can't go under 50 miles per hour. Speed. Yeah. Um, uh, gotta catch them all. The little critters. Uh, Pokemon. Yep. Um, the same one as before uh, Queen Latifah and Steve Martin House guest. yes uh, oh this is upper northwest where the grunge came from Seattle yep oh good rally at the end good rally at the end alright wait Four. hang on All right, how, what's the score 14 she's 14. improving alright do the first uh, the first one I don't know what this means show it to her do you know what that yeah, first don't say one it means loud. give me clues oh you may not know this though it was a um, it's a board game for little girls Jumanji where you uh, call boyfriends uh. Oh, oh, I, remember oh. This. I, I do remember that existing. I didn't know that's what it was called. That's what it's called. That's Mystery date. Uh, no, close. But I should just I should just explain the two words. That's what I was trying to go for. Yeah. Was like, what was Garen like, talking about? What do you call oh, someone on? Is it dream date? Dream phone. Dream, dream call. Phone. 
Oh, dream phone. Dream, dream phone. phone. Dream call. By the way, that is the worst fucking name for that. Yeah. But you could like we accidentally came up with three better names for yeah. Dream Mystery phone. Date's definitely a game. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, that's from my childhood. Yeah. And before my childhood. Mm-hmm. And of course I should have known Bob Saget. I just jumped in with Bob John Stamos. Saget. Yeah. 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 Right, well, 14, that's not bad. Once you go Saget. Better. You could never go bag it. <laughs> Dan, thank you for being here. That was really fun. Thanks, guys. You're welcome anytime. You are back here in the States. Sorry about the power outage. I know that was scary. <laughs> we got through it. Guys, you can get the- Electronic Dream Phone for the no. price of four ninety nine ninety five at Amazon.com. No way. That's, that's $500. $500. What? Isn't it an app now? Can't you just get an app? Probably. Uh, that's why the I went to buy out. Steve Perry's For the Love of Strange Medicine on vinyl today. And uh, guess how much that's going for on uh, Amazon? I'm going to also say five hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Wow! And on eBay, it's going for five four seventy. Because they didn't. It was 1994, so vinyl wasn't really happening. So yeah. very few were made. Wow! Which is why I don't have it. Yeah. And you know, are you going to throw down the coin for it? Tr- tr- it was all I could do to step away from my computer and go, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, they're they're no. going to reissue that. They're not going to do well, shit. Well. <laughs> 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 I think you picked the wrong time to search, too, because now he has this new album. He's yeah. promoting it. It's probably. But, the, the, but know this. I've been searching. Oh, you have. Since, since the Internet started. Okay. And I haven't been able to find it. And then this is the first time it's ever shown up. Oh, wow. Jeez. So you're getting closer. Yeah, but I'm not, I can't drop that kind of money. I would. My wife should leave me. Yes. <laughs> would and should. I mean, I regardless would. of the purchase or not, she should leave you. Hey, but I'm a good father and provider. <laughs> okay, I'll keep an eye out for you. There's a guy who sells vinyls on a garage sale every once in a while by my house. If I see it, all right, it will go on eBay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you can pay rent. Seriously, yeah. If you gave it to me, you'd be a fool, a fool, or replace those pissy DVDs. <laughs> oh man, don't. All right, Dan Smith was our guest. Thank you for being here, Dan. We say goodbye to the pop culture beast. There he is over there. Give your little nod, weirdo. That's Garen Cockrell. Back there, there's Captain <laughs> Clunk. We didn't talk that much today. We'll find out more on uh, Thursday. We'll talk more to the, uh, the to the captain. I'm right back here. Here's uh, behind the dashboard. That's Nacho Map on that. Our friend Dan Smith from Toronto, Canada. My name is Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.